Welcome to episode 103 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktoberfest continues with volume 2, covering everything we've watched from October 7th to October the 13th. <laughs> Down in the valley on the foggy hill rocks stood a crazy little demon blowing his top. Fire in his eyes and smoke from his head. You gotta be real cool to hear the words he said. He did Welcome, everyone, to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. And uh, we are here. Continuing our Shocktober series. Oh, the beers are cracking open. Yeah, pumpkin brows. Um, what, what do we got here today? Ooh. We've got a Saison du Pump from uh, Great Lakes Brewery. It's like a scarecrow with a pumpkin Ooh. face cover. Uh, nice, <laughs> it is quite nice, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're covering everything we've watched from the 7th to the 13th. Uh, again, if you're new to the series, um, every month, uh, not every month, every year we cover in uh, October, we run down. Imagine we did this every month. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> like, like some like, different competition. No, we'd be like a noir vember, I guess. It'd be like how many like noir movies you could watch. Oh this time would be like Christmas movies. Let's do it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, every, every year we get together mm. in uh, the month of October and it's a... A February? You watch nothing but like say uh rom movies? Rom coms. No, no, February. And we like a Wu Tang clan, but like all like movies that have like in Wu Tang clan songs. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> February? Are we doing this? February. So many Samara movies. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we're covering uh yes, it's a friendly competition uh until the end where it's not so friendly, uh where we yeah. try to watch as much horror or Halloween related uh Films or TV shows throughout the month. Uh, movies are worth one point. TV shows, uh, 20 minutes to 30 minutes are worth a quarter point. Uh, 40 minutes to an hour worth a half a point. And uh, yeah, at the end, we are crowned. Uh, we At the end, we crown the, someone. The king of Halloween? The king of Halloween. Or the ultimate maniac? Why are we doing this? Yeah, we, we could change up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I am the reigning champion. I'm, I'm trying to uh, mm. keep my uh, trophy. But last week was actually really really close so uh-oh and uh i don't feel as confident this week so we'll we'll see how yeah, it goes you that. said that every week last yeah. year and then you just w- <laughs> wipe the floor well i yeah hey guys can i just say something in march we can do army movies <laughs> <laughs> you just you're gonna think about yeah, that all, yeah, all yeah, so yeah. are you this is this is right up maddie's uh, alley i could totally do the christmas and uh the no- noir but uh i don't know about the rest i think we're gonna do it's not going to be a competition. Like no, we're going to do no, yeah. yeah, we'll do some noir. Hopefully, November mm-hmm. is the plan. But uh, yeah, I guess these usually tend to. 
go a bit long because we usually have a lot of films to cover. Should we just jump right into it? Anyone have any stories they want to talk uh, about? No, or? we went to Boo at the Zoo. That was fun. Me and yeah. you. We had our little <laughs> buckets of like candy, and uh, we went trick or treating. All yeah. the uh, so we we have an excuse why we didn't watch yeah. a lot. Uh, we that was Monday. Upset that they didn't dress up any animals. Like I was kind of hoping that they paint like a llama look <laughs> like a member the of monkeys, cast man. The monkeys. There's yeah. no excuse for right. you know. But um, they're like an eye patch on one of them at least. I don't know. <laughs> and we can talk about it. This was this week was also the Canadian Thanksgiving. So I don't know about you guys, but all that turkey and stuffing yeah. or whatever you guys had, that just fucking tires me out and made me want to sleep that day early. But um, this was this was kind of normal. I actually had family things this year. It wasn't like weird. last year where you got kicked out of them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, you were invited back after, mm. you know, the, the incident uh, a couple years back there. We don't talk about the incident anymore, no. do we? No. <laughs> <laughs> Should um, we do this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start off uh, October 7th. Who wants to begin? I'll go. Oh, Maddie, you want to go? No, no, I just think okay. I, I had one. <laughs> I, oh, I got one as well. All right, then. Kyle's got two. He All gets right. to go first. <laughs> He was actually just telling you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like the old no, archers. I was saying peace, peace. Oh, yeah. uh, sure, I'll start off. I uh, I watched um, from 2021, uh, the Shutter exclusive, I think, uh, VHS 94. Oh, okay, oh, I, shit. So I watched this last night. Yeah, I watched okay. this uh, earlier this weekend, so we can talk about it now. Yeah. Sure. Um, so yeah, this is the, I guess this is part four, but they. I, I also just found out recently that they did yep. a spinoff, which is like they took... They took the opening story from part one where those guys pick up that woman yep. to their hotel and she turns out to be a creature. They actually did a spinoff movie, like a whole feature-like oh, movie of that. But I guess this is still part four. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, th- this one was kind of interesting because they actually shot it for the all first time. It actually, yeah, felt like it was a VHS movie, whereas all those other ones were like, yeah, yeah. VHS, but with like today's technology. This was yeah. like VHS from the 80s, which I mm. thought kind of helped add to the, the gimmick of it and help kind of outsell or outsell, help kind of sell some of the maybe the cheapness of mm-hmm. of the film. Uh, the, the first, the, or I guess the wraparound was called Holy Hell and this is a SWAT team um, is going into... They're leading like a drug raid and uh, there are some creepy imagery in there but you mm-hmm. do get a lot of bad acting and dialogue. Yeah. I, I don't know. How, yeah. how did you guys feel I about the wraparound? Like the wraparound? No, I hated yeah. the wraparound. I, I like the idea and I liked again some of the imagery but yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't great. Um, but that leads into the first story, which was called Storm Drain. Oh, so the rat man? Uh, yeah, this is a reporter searching in the sewers. She's doing a story on the legendary mm-hmm. rat man. Uh, how'd you guys feel about I this one? I really liked the first half of this. I thought it was such an interesting idea of like her going to find this like investigative journalism with her cameraman. They didn't really uh, let me down. I didn't mind this I, one, I liked, actually. Actually, this yeah. is probably oh, yeah. my, it might be my favorite yeah. one, just because I thought it... It's not my favorite one. I didn't... I didn't stand out. Yeah, for me, I uh, I thought I thought like I liked the creature effects, and there's some weird, mm. you know, the creature effects. effects. Cool. I and just the whole cult and kind of weird vibe of these people mm. living in the sewers. I thought was interesting. I like the the end that it, it, it's a little bit more tongue in cheek. A lot of these are usually really kind of dour and depressing. Yeah, where this one, I, I like the wink it kind of gives. Yeah. See, I was gonna. I almost feel like you could have not. You, like you could yeah. have ended on with the Ratman takes her, yeah. and that it ends. I don't know if we needed. I felt like that, like, that, uh, but it, I felt like maybe was that like a homage to the Howling? You guys think? Or? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of d- dug that aspect. Also, uh, I believe this was shot in Burlington. Oh yeah, Hamilton is all the way through this movie, right? Did you notice this? Yeah, like yeah. so. My 
my church yeah. that I went to four times as a kid, but uh, St. Luke's in Burlington, that's where they're setting up oh, in front of that church. Oh, that's St. Luke's. Oh. And I'm pretty sure in the next segment, the inside is the... Uh, okay. Is the... Um, I, don't, I, I think it's the, like hall or whatever there's two rooms i'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure the big room is where my cousin had his wedding oh, crazy interesting <laughs> yeah because i thought i saw plot of mansion in one of these uh numbers but I oh i did mistaken. i don't know yeah. i probably would have recognized yeah. that i used to work at uh Paletta mansion well begging for change isn't really considered a job <laughs> <laughs> at the uh, i i will say that this one though didn't have like whereas the other uh films kind of had big name or somewhat big name directors in the mm. horror world this one was a lot of people like did some shorts and then this was their first film there were a couple of exceptions uh, the, the second story was done by uh, Simon uh, Barrett, Barrett yeah. uh, who is the writer of like pretty much all your boy, um, yeah, your boy's films, uh, The Guest, uh, You're Next, and he, I guess he re- recently mm-hmm. directed some movie called Seance, which is on Shutter. I haven't oh. had a chance to watch mm-hmm. that, but uh, the next one was called The Empty Wake. Uh, this is a young woman is left alone in the funeral home to host a wake that no one shows up for, and then creepy stuff starts happening. What'd you yeah. guys think of this one? Again, I thought it was um, lacking. Yeah, I wasn't super into this See, one. I, 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 I like the ending. One, See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so weird. I was the opposite. Yeah. I oh, liked yeah. all the buildup, and I thought, oh, like, yeah. all like the weird stuff and, like, the... You the, didn't like the design of the... Yeah. It was kind of cool, but yeah. I think, like, I kind of liked the... Design. I liked the casket moving and just, like, the eeriness of no one showing up and then this I one weird person shows up. I just didn't like how... Like, I know it's supposed to be on VHS, but it... it the. It's a little bit inconsistent in terms of how it looks. Yeah. Like sometimes, oh, that looks like VHS, and oh, this sometimes looks like an digital. Effect, yeah. Digital. Yeah. I noticed that a lot in that one, maybe more than any of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but it was a little bit underwhelming. It wasn't uh, yeah. great. Uh, the next story is a subject. This was done by, directed by Timo. This is by far my favorite one. Yeah, you Chiawanto. dug this one. He actually did my favorite segment of all the VHS uh, movies, which was uh, Safe Haven from VHS yeah, 2. Yeah, that was awesome. He did the May the Devil Takes You series. That's funny because this is actually by far my least favorite. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like this. Like, it was just, it kind of has that guinea pig vibe where it's just the scientist melding yeah. uh, these abducted women and machinery or abducti- abdu- that like abducted a, people. It felt like yeah. a Tokyo Gore Police. You ever watch these? Like, no. uh, it was just like, yeah, yeah, it was like silly and so like CGI. And I also felt like it, it just like it goes into like this action mode. And I felt like I was just watching someone play a first person yeah. shooter, especially with like the really CGI I, blood I, and I definitely, everything. I definitely felt like it was uh, like a, a video game-esque a yeah. little bit. But I don't know. I, I liked it. I liked the... Bad scientist. I thought he was a lot of fun. He was a good actor. Yeah. Like he actually yeah. like like. There's not it. many yeah. great act. No. There's not yeah. actors in this series. Yeah. I just think that there was really nothing to this. It was like he's abduct. He's working on these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess the SWAT or whatever they are come. I just like all the effects and, and yeah, what's but going even on. Even by the end, like I was just bored. Like you got into it. Oh, it's kind of cool. Then it goes on mm. for another like five ten. You're like okay. Yeah, I think I was this it. by far the longest. It felt yeah. like it was. I don't know. I, I I did feel like it was the long, but yeah, yeah like this was. I don't know if I'd watch any of these other uh, other ones again, but I might watch that one. Yeah. And then the last one was uh, Terror, which is this extreme religious uh, group plans to purge the evil from America by blowing up a government building. I uh, thought that was such a cool premise. Yeah, it turns again, out, I guess they're going to yeah, use, yeah. Uh, is there a spoiler say what they're using to um, blow up the building? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even uh, yeah. catch that that's what oh, it was. No? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, am, yeah. I, am I dumb? Like, did they mention that? Yeah, they did. No, yeah. well, you kind of they they mentioned it later. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but like, I, I it's inferred it. I earlier on. Mm. Yeah, I totally missed it. Like, I I knew they had. Yeah, I I didn't put that connection together. But this was probably my favorite of the uh, four. But the acting was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like that's another yeah, thing that bugged I, I, yeah. me. I like the idea. Like I yeah. liked. You know what they were doing with the rabbit? I was like, oh, yeah. that's that's kind of interesting. Like actually, like weaponizing. And vampires. they're kind of showing yeah. that these guys are complete morons. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the whole like when they have the party scene, they get drunk. All that stuff was so bad. And he brings convinces the body to, to go make yeah. out with the. Yeah, it's terrible. Whatever. Yeah. Again, it's not a zombie, but the yeah, I don't know if I'm spoiling with the, the creature. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was okay. I mm-hmm. I don't know. What would you guys think of this whole film? What you're rating on it? Oh, I forget. I wasn't that impressed with it. I was really excited for it because I really like VHS 1 and 2, but this really uh, let me down. Yeah, I'm, some people seem to really like this yeah, one compared to yeah. the rest. I'm but. going to give it six pumpkins. Yeah, I'm also giving it six pumpkins. Okay, I went six and a half pumpkins. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Again, I don't love this series. I think they all have a lot of issues. I think part two is still by far my favorite just because that safe haven mm-hmm. segment is like, on a whole other league compared to everything else, in my opinion. Like, but for me, probably the, are kind of really the highest bags. one is, like, I give seven for the suspect, and everything else I give, like, five, five 5.5 5 and then yeah. six. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, two, probably two 5.5s and then, it's, it, you know, not not very mem- memorable. Yeah. yeah. I did, like yeah, I, li- I like the the VHS style of it, and I liked, like, the commercial. Hated the wraparound. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. it was, wasn't memorable at all. Like, all the uh, charm of the first one is gone in this, so I don't know. Like, I but like- again, I, I hated the wraparound, the first film, where it's those fucking yeah. douchebags going around ripping yeah. women's tops off and shit. Like, that's but not that, fun. That's, like, but that's only part of it, because the other wraparound, they go to this house, and they find yeah. all yeah. these tapes, right? Which I think was kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I don't know. This, yeah. this whole series, I think, is... Um, your it's, favorite it's of all time. Great. We've heard it over and over again. <laughs> uh, not not great, it, it, you know, compared to most anthologies, in my opinion. Uh, what else did you guys watch that day? Uh, so I watched Doctor X from 1932. Have you guys heard about this? This is no. kind of like um, it's it's one of the first Technicolor movies. So it's they called it two strip Technicolor. So everything's Ooh. like eerie and green. It's really, really cool. It stars the same uh, Faye Ray and Lionel Atwill, who also starred in The Vampire Bat. Mm-hmm. And it's got a pretty, like, uh, Michael uh, Kurtitz, who did Casablanca and Mildred Pierce and Robin Hood and White Christmas. Like, a big-name yeah. director did this. Like So there's style uh, to this, and it's basically like they're all of these scientists are potentially the, this moon killer. So, and the one scientist doesn't want this to get out, so he's like, I'm going to find out. I've got all these techniques to find out who's the killer. So let we'll go to this, it's basically like a castle a, a away from everything. science camp? Yeah, and, and uh, this reporter goes there, which again, they try to shoehorn some humor in this, which I don't really mm-hmm. love and probably is the drawback, because it looks so freaking cool. Because you're so cool. serious, man. Just lighten mm-hmm. up. Smile. <laughs> yeah, have a laugh. Uh, <laughs> and, and like Lee Tracy, who, who uh, is the actor, is... He's he's funny, like he's a funny guy. It just feels like it doesn't really. So fit wait, can you, can you finish the plot? So they, they this guy feels that he can uh, figure out who the killer is. So they go to a place where there is a killer. There, one of them is the killer. Oh, okay. they know this. They know this. One okay. of the scientists is a killer, but he doesn't want it getting out that it's happened at a scientist school because they're doing a bunch okay. of other stuff mm-hmm. that no one should know about, and hmm. uh, also doesn't want to ruin the reputation. So the cops are like, "Fine, we'll give you forty eight hours." Yeah. 
as they do. You guys are yeah. scientists. Go ahead and figure this out yourself. Do whatever you want. Uh, and uh, Run some tests. And he runs these kind of tests, and you know the lights are going off, and all mm. these kind of cool things are. And it has a, hmm. a decent twist that you could probably see because it's from 19-fucking-32. Yeah. Um, but yeah, re- really enjoyable. I'm going to give it six pumpkins. Or oh, seven, nice. seven pumpkins. Seven pumpkins. Seven pumpkins. Cool. Awesome. Sorry, I was still stuck on VHS. <laughs> Uh, I watched this movie called Beyond the Door from a 1974. Um, oh, nice. It is like The <laughs> Exorcist, but weird and what Mexican or Italian it's it is so yeah. zany oh the, the best part about the the, the kids <laughs> the kids in the car fuck oh, you daddy or something. yeah this one girl <laughs> like th- th- it's, it's weird because the kids don't make sense in this movie like if you take the kids out of this movie like oh it's a different movie like a almost like a, a it's an exorcist rip off both an adult yeah, yeah. you got it's it a kid uh, this girl gets um unwanted pregnant and she is like growing this baby like crazy fast like when, within a week she is like three months along and uh, there's, uh, she used to have party with this guy who was a um, a partier. Yeah, one of the devil's acolytes. Oh, like you. that kind of party. Yeah, you know the the, the gang, the devil's acolytes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, she leaves him, starts her own family, and he like finds her, and he wants to bring this baby to term for Satan to get back in Satan's good graces. Maybe live a couple of extra years. Who knows? It's spooky. Cool. It's like the extras. But what makes this movie really weird is the kids. They have this one girl who's obsessed with this novel called The Love Story. And she has like twelve books of the same book, and she's constantly reading it throughout and swearing at her parents like awesome. nonstop. Like, what did she say? Like, what do you call daddy? An asshole <laughs> yeah, exactly. or something like that? Like, it's so random. <laughs> the humor it makes zero sense. And this one kid is constantly drinking Campbell's pea soup from a, like the can with the straw in it. Just as like a little. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a fucking blast with yeah. that movie. It's so fucked up though. Like it makes zero sense. But yeah, it's so fun you though. You don't really care. It's it's your typical like Italian yeah. knockoff where they just take the basic formula, but then amp it up with so much weird and crazy yeah. stuff and effects and everything. And yeah, it almost always feels like oh, this is getting us funding, and then we're just gonna do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it felt like. So I, I was going to give this one, uh, I think seven pumpkins. Yeah, nice, yeah. I, I think I gave it yeah seven or seven mm-hmm. and a half. I, I I actually yeah I really enjoyed that moon. Uh, I watched, uh, again, trying to go through all these movies for the first time, A Vinegar Syndrome from 1990, Death by Temptation. Have you guys seen this? No. This was uh, mentioned a lot in the the horror noir uh, documentary, so mm-hmm. I've, been, I've oh. owned it for a while and I've been wanting to watch it. I tried to do it, get to it last year, but it didn't happen. Uh, written, produced, directed, and starring James Bond III. Do you guys know huh. who this guy is? No. No. I thought he was like some big rap star because everyone kind of like talks as if he's somebody, but he's not. Like he's directed one film and he he acted a Was it Death couple. by Temptation? No. Uh, he just, he did some acting, like some 70s TV shows and stuff like that. He did a couple of things here and there, but yeah, he's not really, I don't know, just people talked like him as if he was somebody. But uh, so the, the plot of this movie, it follows two childhood friends. Uh, he, James Bond, the third plays. Uh, Joel, who's following in his father's uh, footsteps, who's a young Sam Jackson, or not really that young, but um, who's a preacher, and he dies in a car crash or something at the beginning. Um, and then he's got his buddy, uh, Kay, who uh, grew up religious, but he's kind of got out of that. He moved to... Um, the big city? L.A. or something like that, uh, to be an actor. And uh, But yeah, he's kind of at the point where he's kind of disillusioned, questioning Christianity, so he decides he's going to take a break and go visit his his buddy Kay, have a weekend of fun, maybe pick up some women in a bar or whatever. Um, so, and throughout this film, it opens up this this succubus 
uh, is picking up like various men in this bar, taking them home and crazy shit happens. And just like the dialogue, it's like fun and funny. I, I don't really know how to describe this film. It's so weird, but it, it just worked, clicked for me. And I don't I know, maybe you guys will watch me like this is a piece of shit <laughs> or it'll click with you too. Like, it's weird. The acting is not great, but everyone feels like really sincere, like with their lines. Like they're just real people having a conversation, mm-hmm. like the way that the, the two friends talk and stuff. But yeah, it's just, just the, the, all these like sleazy guys trying to pick up this, this woman and then her taking them home and, and crazy shit happens to them. Uh, Bill Nunn's in there. I don't know if you, He's kind of an actor that's been in stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I know him. He was in the job. He was like um, Dennis Leary's partner. Oh yeah, do yeah, the right yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Actually, that's the thing. Was James the Bond maybe in some of the Spike Lee films? I feel like this film. This, Did you this, say James the Bond? Sorry, James, James Bond. James the Bond. <laughs> <laughs> this film definitely had like, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I, I, I guess I haven't seen a lot of Spike Lee films, but it, it had kind of some the same like, like dialogue. Yeah, it just felt kind of like real. Real. He's in School Days. Okay, there you uh, go. Which is, uh, yeah, Spike Lee movie. Um, but anyways, Bill Nunn's in there as an undercover cop, and you find out that he's been, he knows about the succulents, and he he's trying to, like, get catch them. I, I don't even know if he's an undercover cop. Maybe it's, like, some kind of agency, like the X-Files or some mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah, I don't know how to explain this film, but I was captivated. I enjoyed it. There's really cool, like, effects and, like, cool lighting throughout. And um, there's, there's uh, I guess this came out at 1990, so it would have been after Videodrome, but there's some mm. stuff there with the TV where he's, you know, sucked in the TV. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this one. I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins oh, out wow. of ten. Um, yeah, this film just worked for me. Again, I think it got talked about quite a bit on that, oh, that documentary. Yeah. Oh, it's got, what's his name? Um, Flip, Flippy. Flip oh, uh, Dwayne Wayne? Yeah, Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> awesome. Hit, uh, uh, Who did he play? He played K. Okay, so yeah, so that's the other the lead. Yeah. The other lead. Yeah, he I really liked him. Like he Sam was Sam Jackson, fun. like yeah. That's what I mean. Right. So maybe I need I'm to in. see nineties Spike Lee. I need to watch the film Bring that you bought me. <laughs> maybe that will be next. We should do a month of Spike Lee. Yeah. I need to check out a lot yeah. of his nineties. Yeah, stuff. like I, I I Spike Lee's somebody I, I watched a lot of these originally mm-hmm. and now I've I'm I'm planning after this month. He's one of the guys I'm gonna go and watch. Yeah, check it out again. A lot of this. Stuff I didn't. Again. I again. I've I've seen some of his newer stuff that I didn't love, but I I, I want to check out his '90s stuff. But yeah, I don't know. This just felt like a bunch of like actors that just felt real, and I wanted to like yeah. hang out with these people, and it just seemed like it was a fun movie to make. And and the Succubus uh, was is it Death Cynthia, by like D E F by Temptation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Um, Cynthia Bond, who played the um, Succubus, she was a lot of fun. I don't know if she's related to James Bond, but she's just mm. having fun with the role. Like, yeah, you, you yeah, check it out. Maybe it might be up by uh, your guys. Uh, maybe maybe definitely uh, Vinegar Syndrome. They got the Black Friday sale coming up. This one might be one to grab if you can get it. You know, for fifteen bucks or yeah. something like that. Because I think it might be up your guys' alley. Cool. Uh, is that it for the seventh? Thing? I watched a uh, Treehouse of Horror three. What a great episode! When I was a kid, I remember hating this episode because I think the black and white King Kong Homer didn't oh, like sit great. with me. But yeah, watching it now, I'm like this is fucking amazing. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. So I'm giving it an eight point five pumpkins. It's, like it's got great. the dial Z for zombie. You too. got it, and it has like the uh, killer crusty where it's a crusty doll. Like, oh yeah, that one. I would say yeah, like yeah, all those it's are great. awesome. I thought the one where he shoots him, Dad, you just shot zombie <laughs> Flanders. He was a zombie, exactly. <laughs> and there was one joke that I don't remember, where it's like uh, when Marge goes on the boat for the King Kong Homer, uh, Wayland Smith is like, I just have a feeling that like semen and women don't mix. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, <laughs> like, they didn't take that out, eh? All right. <laughs> oh, Simpsons back. When yeah, you were right. Good. 
Uh, so I guess we should mention that day we were we recorded, so we didn't yeah. get uh, too much uh, movie watching in at night. Um, I guess, yeah, let's move on to the 8th then. All right. Kyle, you want to keep going? Yeah. He, we all put our hands... This is the, something just yeah. at home. We put our hands up in how many things we've watched. That's the new technique. So we, yeah, we kind of alternate, so it's not just like it's one person technical. talking about ten, 10 movies in a row and everyone yeah. else only watch mm-hmm. one thing. Uh, I start off with uh, The Screaming Skull from 1958. This is a... I picked up a bunch of these uh, Scream Factory mm-hmm. discs. They were going out of print, so I'm like, I better grab yeah, why them. Why not? Screaming it's got a cool, cool cover. Um, right away it opens up with the, the, uh, the theme song and I'm like that, I know that from somewhere. And then, so I pull up the shining theme song and I pull up this on YouTube and I'm playing them and I'm like, that's it. Oh, wow. But it turns out it's not anything that special. Yeah. Shining didn't rip it off. I guess it is. It's inspired by some, uh, actual symphony from like. Yeah, like uh, Kubrick, known Berlioz. for, for use, yeah. re, not using scores, but using, yeah. like, or sometimes half and half. Um, yeah, I think it's Symf- Symf- Symphony Fantastic Dream of a Witch's Sabbath is the uh, the tune. So, But anyway, so it, it opens up, and it kind of has this William Castle vibe where it's showing a casket, and he, they're giving you a warning, like, this the climax of this film is going to be so terrifying that you may die of fright. If that awesome. happens, we'll pay for your burial service or something. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and the, the, the casket has like a little um, paper in there saying reserved for you. Um, so I'm like, ah, I'm kind of down yeah. with this. Uh, anyways, we're introduced to this newly married couple. Uh, they're moving uh, into the husband's house. I guess he had a previous wife who died from some freak accident. I guess it was a storm and she was running, slipped on the stairs and smacked her head on the she side of the pool. She didn't watch a movie? And- it, yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and then so we, uh, and then his new wife, uh, Jenny, you find out that she's recovering. She was recently released from an asylum because after the death of her mother, I guess she took it. She pretty it, hard. Yeah, pretty hard and, uh, needed to, uh, go there for that. Um, she inherited a big sum of money. Um, but she gets her weird stuff starts happening. She hears like these unexplained screams and, um, she find like there's a skull that keeps on appearing all around, but when she goes show someone, it's like gone. Like the skull of I don't know if it's supposed to be of his his ex wife or mm-hmm. of her mother. Um, and uh, yeah, there, there's a painting up in the attic that uh, again is a painting of his ex wife, but it also looks eerily similar to her mother. So all this kind of stuff is kind of freaking her out, making her go, and she doesn't know whether she's going crazy or not. Uh, there's a mentally challenged gardener who works for him, and I guess he had this close relationship with with the uh the the, the ex i guess is it an ex-wife if she died What's widow that? widow yeah sorry is the term uh with the widow um but he believes that she still haunts the grounds um but the husband thinks that maybe he's behind these scares just because you yeah. know he wants to get rid of her so i don't know i don't want to spoil too much else it's pretty predictable yeah. right from the beginning you know what's going to happen it's one of those like harmless entertainment. It's like seventy minutes. You throw on a yeah. Sunday afternoon, uh, have fun with it. I didn't love it. I, it was well. Fine. It's because you watched it on a Friday night, probably or Friday morning. Yeah, this would have been. Oh, it probably would have been. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna give it five and a half pumpkins. Out oh of wow! So not not. I, I not wouldn't recommend it. it. Again, you've seen this film Several ten times. times before and better. But again, there, there's some fun stuff with the skull, but it's not. Uh, I wouldn't. Recommend it. The cover was better than yeah, the movie. Yeah, I'm not going to say that intro kind of like pulled me in. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Again, you yeah. have to remember, I'm a hard ranker. So five and a half is probably like a six or six and a half to you guys. Yeah. Like, it's like. <laughs> With the condescension coming off of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, uh, it's one of those movies that, you know, I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't hate. It's just, it's kind of fun. 
Not for refined palates like Kyle fucking over here. Well, no, like the highest rating I think I've given is what a seven and a half. Yeah. This this uh, year, I think I've only given one above eight so far mm-hmm. uh, in the previous uh, Beetlejuice, which yeah, hey, listen, yeah. come on, yeah. Okay, uh, who's up? So I watched uh, another episode of Midnight Mass, episode three, uh, uh, the book three, Proverbs. Uh, I, I, I won't talk about this too much. Uh, it seems, the one thing I will say is I feel like it's building towards something. A crescendo? In, instead of, his others kind of fizzle a little bit by the end. Mm. This one, he does, it's it's a it's an original story, so I, I, I kind of get this sense that it's going to, I'm, Spoiler, I didn't finish it yet, but I get yeah. a sense that it's building up. Everyone seems to get better. I'm going to give this 7.5 pumpkins. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Awesome, awesome. Uh, speaking of a Netflix numbers, I finished, well, I started watching a Fear Street 2, uh, 1978. Did you not watch this no, with us? No, I watched the first one. Oh, okay. And like, I got like, I started watching me the first two minutes. Like, yeah, you know what? This isn't going to be top 100. I'm going to save it for October. Right. So it was just Kyle and I yeah. ripping on this. Yeah. <laughs> I... I didn't hate it. It was fun to be back at a camp with this all these kids. This is my favorite of the I like the, the idea three. of it being underground. I kind of like the characters, but they just seem so um, hodgepodge and kind of stuck together. And yeah, I didn't believe any of their stories, but eh, whatever. It was just a fun way to spend like a hour Like there's and a some half good acting in these movies. Yeah. It's just that the characterization is so yeah. paper thin. It's like here are some rich kids. Here are some poor kids. They will never get along. Yeah. So... I don't know. I'm actually kind of excited about the third one. We'll see where this goes. I like the idea of a old townie, uh, so we'll play it. See how it goes. I'm giving this six pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah, I might have given this one six point five. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. Me neither. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these, movies, be, these movies have long be, forgotten. Yeah, not to be your top ten of I'll the year. I'll probably never watch them again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, yeah, all, they, yeah, they are very it. forgettable. If we do a top ten of the year and they make the top ten, then like that's where I'm. I'm not even going to bother. At that yeah. Point. Like if these are like in the top ten, that's the best we Contenders. got. Fuck that shit. We'll do a top five or something. Top three. <laughs> uh, okay. I watched. I've uh, been. I watched uh, Amityville one and two over and over again. I always. Never get to three, and for good reasons. I, I remember not really liking it yeah. that much. Uh, Amityville 3D from 1983. I actually didn't hate it this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's directed by Richard Fleischer, who did like all these classic big-budget movies like 20,000 mm. Leagues Under the Sea, Fantastic Voyage, Tor, Tor, Tor. Um, stars Tony Roberts, uh, who was in a bunch of Woody Allen flicks. You got a young... Uh, yeah, a bun- he's one of his pals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, b- a bunch of other... Main pal in any hall. Actors you recognize. There's a young Laurie uh, Laughlin, Lauf- who's... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Rebecca, Rebecca. Rebecca in Full House, and who had all these troubles where she was painted to get her kids uh, in Yeah, school. I think she's just out of jail now, so she's, yeah. <laughs> she's a jailbird. Um, a young Meg Ryan. This is her second film, I believe. Oh, crazy. Um, she's kind of fun in this as like the, the kind of friend that's excited about, oh, you're... Dad's moving into a house with hauntings. But a very cool opening. So Roberts and his partner, I guess they go around exposing con artists. Mm-hmm. So it opens up and these con artists are holding a Is seance. Orbs? In the Amityville, yeah. And they have all this stuff. And then, yeah, you find out that, uh, you know, it's all ruse. They catch him and you find out the realtor was actually involved because he bought this house super cheap thinking, I can buy it cheap and sell it and make a big profit. Mm-hmm. And then no one bought it. So he's been stuck with this house. So he needed some way to make money. But he happens to, you know, uh, this this uh, Roberts mentions a recently divorced. He's looking for a place. He's like, ah, I don't believe in this kind of stuff. If it's cheap, maybe I'll, I'll take you up on that offer. So he buys his house. 
Um, and then it, it's your kind of typical Amityville hijinks. You got the swarm of flies, mm-hmm. uh, demonic images, um, all kinds of, you, you know, what you expect in these films. I always remember it being kind of silly and cheesy in 3D effects. Yeah. It's really, like, it's kind of, I was surprised how dark this film oh, really? gets. I remember, like, the both first and second one are rated R. Like, the third one, I think, was PG. Like, uh, this film's pretty dark. It's one of those films yeah. where, like, people you think should survive don't. Oh, like, yeah. the people that die in this film, I was like, holy shit, they oh, what? I don't remember that. I did not expect that. And some of them are pretty brutal. Like, one of them, like, this woman gets a car accident. This this pole just misses her head, but then she's trapped in the car as it torches, and she gets burnt alive, and she's stuck <laughs> in this awesome. car. I was just, yeah, I was surprised about how dark it is. It's not like this happy, happy, yeah. like, I, I thought I remember it being, like, super cheesy and, like, 80s creature ghost yeah. things. It's not that at all. I mean, there are some 3D effects. I wish I saw in 3D. It probably would have been a yeah. lot more fun. But, yeah, some of the deaths were kind of grisly. It's got decent practical effects. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's not a, It's not a great, it's not, it, I like the first two still better, yeah. but I was surprised. Like, I think this, it's you could down. watch as the trilogy and it it's still you know it's not too bad i'm gonna give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten okay. it's just missing something that that puts it up there yeah. to make it like great but i'm hoping this year I, I picked up vinegar syndrome released the the 490s sequels that i guess each movie is based on a different relic oh cool from the house or some bullshit but they're supposed to be kind of fun if you know what you're getting into so yeah. i'm hoping to get through those so i wanted to, i wanted to watch this one first so just because again it's been like had you watched the first this. did you watch for in preparation for the hundred the other two um, I didn't, but I think I watched them last Shocktober and maybe even the Shocktober before. Like I know them pretty well. Yeah, I've seen right. them. I've seen those both a lot. This is kind of the one that I, I've only seen once. I think like yeah, fifteen twenty years ago yeah. or something. But uh, yeah, it's it was a nice surprise. I wish we had a way to watch these in three D. Yeah. <laughs> um. So from uh, twenty nineteen, I watched uh, in the tall grass. Okay. Uh, Vincenzo Natali, who's known for Cube and Splice. Mm-hmm. Have either either of you seen this? Is this no. the Stephen King one? Uh, yeah, I think it's a Stephen King number. Uh, is yeah, it a Stephen? Yeah, yeah it is a Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, I didn't like this one. Um, so this is basically like... Is the one with the... Uh, it starts off with like the rats and the father and son. Is that the No, one? you're thinking no. of the other... There was like three or yeah, four Stephen King out, Netflix like ones. Summer. That's the one. That one I enjoyed better. That's yeah. like 1922 or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I'm, I'm about the same on yeah. both of these. Uh, so in the tall grass is basically like this. It's a brother and sister. They're driving oh, away. She's yeah, got yeah, some yeah, problems. Yeah. And then they hear someone saying, save me, save me. It's yeah. a little boy. Uh, and they go in this tall grass, which mm-hmm. it reminds me of Anibaba, uh, which I just said I had watched yeah. and put in my top 100. Um and it's disorienting, and the rules of what's going on, I I think, are pretty awesome. Oh yeah, there we yeah. go. Uh, cracking open a cold one. There Kyle goes. Um, yeah, and 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 I I was kind of digging it at first. Yeah, like, it starts out interesting enough, and then uh, and and Patrick Watson is there. Like the the brother and sister are not great actors, but the Patrick Watson there, he's so good at playing up his like I'm a boring American person. Yeah, uh, you know I'm the man that you see next door all the time. Like, but he's so good at like utilizing yeah. that to be this actual insane guy in in this in the grass. I liked everything that he was doing in this. It does start to fall apart um, when it 
it wants both ways. It wants rules of what's going on, and it also wants no rules. Like, yeah. I'm not going to explain anything for you, but also we're going to give you a bunch of mythology. Yeah, that you don't need. Which which was fairly irritating. Uh, I think our uh, Danny boy really enjoyed this, who we've been trying to get on the show for the longest uh, time. We'll see if we can get him in this year. He's but, bigger uh, than I us think, now, I guys. I think he liked this one. Yeah. He's, uh, he's too uh, high. Giving us a top hat over here. And I can see why. Like, if, if you just, like... <laughs> See why Danny's in, giving us a top hat? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought you were saying. Yeah, uh, man, Danny. <laughs> Our thread today about Danny was ended up being like, "Well, fuck, fuck him." Was was my response? And then Danny, what did you say? Danny can eat shit and live. <laughs> eat shit and live. <laughs> uh, oh man, we love Danny. We're just uh, he he upsets me because I always get excited that he's going to join us and he backs out. Maybe but, uh, next week. He doesn't, Our, I think it's me. I think it's obviously me. Oh, he hates Our you. Our good friend Ken is coming in two weeks, though. Oh, nice. Okay, so he's confirmed. So Jimmy and um, Danny, and Danny fight it out. have to fight it out for the one guest yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'm going to give it six pumpkins. Um, okay. Yeah. Like I I there's still like a lot of skill like. The director has something, but the story not as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched uh, from 2017 Alien Covenant. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. I guess like the sequel to Prometheus that has like pretty much all the same actors that were in it, and they uh, go to the new planet where the aliens have been uh, breeding. And right. uh, yeah, it was kind of okay. Uh, it's kind of the movie that killed the uh, yeah because he uh, he had plans to do like this big trilogy I think and Prometheus kind of had this mixed uh, review a, review opinion and then uh, but this still, one kind of but, but still yeah, yeah like made money yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and then this one came out and it was mixed as well and I don't think made yeah much I, money if I it feel even like made Prometheus money. is actually underrated I like Prometheus this one wasn't as good and and that's so many yeah. people have told me that yeah. like that liked Prometheus and then didn't yeah. like this and I went well. Yeah. Well, because Prometheus, he was trying to do something different, and people complain. Well, where's the where's aliens? aliens? So then this was the reaction film, right? You want aliens here? Because I don't think th- I don't think this film was supposed to be as much. I think it was like maybe the third film would have had the alien, and this would have been again building up, and then yeah. And he's finally getting that last third, the third one with that new movie with Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck, where they're they're dueling with Adam Driver. But it's actually an alien movie. He's just snuck it in there. That would be amazing. That actually would be awesome. <laughs> just like somehow, like they just oh, alien like, in the what? medieval times. Yeah, yeah. fucking oh, that'd cool. Be cool. Yeah, love like, that film. Like, like he takes Waterf's gun, <laughs> like the one he gave to like Danny Glover in part two. Same thing with Predator. Like Predator, <laughs> we know they've been around for hundreds of years because yeah. in that the the trophy scene, you can see like the Billy yeah, the Kid gun yeah. and stuff like that. Like, let's do like th- they keep on trying to. Bring like do something new with this franchise and it sucks all the time. Oh. Yeah, Predators was bad. Let's like, go to like Predator? fucking yeah. Predator and like the medieval times. I don't, times I don't the think Western I've seen any of the Predators since the second Ooh. one. Ooh. I just yeah, I just good. picked up the box set in Ooh. 4K, but uh, yeah. I'm excited to. I didn't. Which Predators ones is that, ter- does the box set have? Well, there's four of them. It doesn't have the Aliens versus Predator, so it has Predator, right. Predator Two. Predators and The Predator, which I haven't seen, which I've heard is shit. Not, not that good. But uh, Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, Covenant, I'm giving like 6.5. It's not that yeah. great. But uh, 6.5 what? 6.5 pumpkins. There we go. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> First out of your <laughs> Gotta keep chest. Gotta you keep you on your edge. Uh, I guess uh, I'll, I'll jump in. I watched, uh, again, I've been watching some Paul Nashie, and I wanted to go yeah. back to like my favorite, just to see if maybe I was like drunk or, or something. Yeah. And probably not for me, drunk. But, as, um, as he's just had that big gulp of <laughs> yeah. beer, now he's burping everywhere. Yeah, I can't handle my alcohol. Um, no, maybe too tired. I, I wanted to revisit to see if uh, my opinion still held up. Uh, so, Night of the Werewolf, a.k.a. Return of the Wolfman from 1981. 
Uh, this is one that Paul Nashi wrote, directed, and starred in. It's the ninth film in his Werewolf series. Awesome. That's um, so crazy. And I think this is like a loose remake of one of his earlier films because he had a little bit more money this time to do it right. Uh, I believe this is considered one of his favorite films he did. Nashi kind of did it all. Like he did like. I don't know how many of these werewolf ones, like 11 or something, or maybe even more. But then he played like every other monster. And in some cases, there's one movie I'm going to watch where he played like four or five different <laughs> monsters. Like he kind of was like, I love all package. this shit and I'm just going to do it all. But yeah, this film is super fun. So it opens up uh, Nashi. It's got a great score too. I think it's, I want to say it's a score from Tentacles, which has, it's as cheesy nature going to muck, but has this amazing fucking like funky kind of yeah. like amazing score. So uh, it opens up though. Nashi is being executed along with the vampire Pyrrhic witch. It's supposed to be, I think, Elizabeth Bathory, who oh, okay. we were just talking about, right? Yeah, Lady Bathory. Um, did we talk about it on the show? No, we were talking about it before, okay, before we, we recorded. We were talking about it. I guess yeah, we were yeah, talking th- about like our uh, top ten. Uh, <laughs> what's that called? The uh, cheats that you're allowed to like cheat on your wife with this uh, one person. <laughs> Lady Bathory was mine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if, for people that don't know, I, she I was must have been inside for <laughs> yeah. this conversation. She's a real queen that murdered yeah. a bunch of women and bathed in their blood, thinking it would keep her youthful. But uh, anyways, they're all executed at the beginning. Um, I think he has um, uh, a mat, like this metal mask, placed above his face and a silver dagger through his heart. Um, and then we cut to present time. A group of female um, archaeologists plan to uh, resurrect the witch by and bringing her back, hoping that they'll be granted immortality. Um, and uh, at the same time, we have some gra- grave robbers who awaken Nashi. Uh, so he's back. The witch is back. And, um, there's just, you know, there's a great big battle going to be between them at the end. You get some stuff with, uh, the, zo- the zombie mummy creature. <laughs> this film just oozes atmosphere. It looks great. It um, sounds insane. <laughs> Nashi betting a bunch of beautiful women. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had fun with this again. I'm, again, I'm not saying all Nashi's films have worked for me, but I, I think so far, a lot of his stuff that I went through, there's just something More about them. More hits and misses? Uh, yeah, and, and Spanish, I've been digging a lot of Spanish horror this year mm-hmm. and uh, last year as well. Like, it, almost every Spanish horror I've been digging, they just have that, like, I don't know, there's something about it. Like, they don't have big budgets, but their films still kind of look good and yeah. have this cool atmosphere to them. And the fake, it's like that gothic fake cobwebs yeah. and everything, too. So I'm going to, I'm between seven and a half, eight. I'm going to go eight pumpkins. Oh, wow. Because, Ooh, boy. Uh, yeah, I, I dug this one. There's more Nashi coming up. Finally, uh, an eight uh, this month. Guess what I finished the night off with? What's that? Graham. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we watched from season three, episode eight, twelve days of Krampus. Oh, uh, yeah, Christmas episode. So eh? this is their Krampus episode. It's basically like uh, uh, you know this this Vessen that only appears every Christmas. It's like an odd thing uh, that, that that happens and he comes and any kid that's being naughty, he goes after his Krampus and then he's stringing them up in the forest. That's a pretty good one. It, it, it's probably not at the level of where it's been at. It, it, it goes a little bit back into the Monster of the Week. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. But doesn't really have anything else going for it yeah. in this one. So I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. How does it compare to the movie Krampus that your wife loves? <laughs> it's one of her favorites. Uh, yeah, it, it, it doesn't really compare. Yeah. Um, it's the, This is a lot of fun. Like the yeah. Krampus looks kind of crazy and got horns and yeah. whatever. Um, but it's it's definitely more B movie. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Is that it for the eighth then? Or? If you guys watch Dinosaurs, the old Jim Henson like uh, puppets so, in ages. The only thing I've seen yep. is the last episode. Oh, that's insane. We're like, are we going to die, Mom? I'm like, yes, we are, baby. <laughs> like, how crazy <laughs> is that? So I watched uh, from season uh, three, episode five, Little Boy Boo. Where I guess yeah, they have like a like a teenage son who uh, tells the uh, baby a story of like there's this uh, where caveman that wants to come and bite the baby's toes and yeah, just turns out to be not the mama. Yeah, pretty pretty boring. But (laughs) yeah, wasn't a great episode. Yeah, what made this uh, stand out to me after the episode ended? Like, uh, I guess Earl Sinclair is like, oh, stick around. There's a music video at the end of this. And they had a music video for the baby singing his new song called Not the Mama. Oh, my God. Incredible. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was I'm the baby. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. <laughs> it was a fucking music video with this baby. I I, I can't give it. I love, like, <laughs> yeah. the the um, suits and everything for that show. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, awesome. That's not great. This was not a good episode, but, like, I still... <laughs> enjoyed it like because it's kind of cool to see like puppets and they're kind of spooky to begin with so i'm going to give it 5.5 but we'll talk about dinosaurs later oh wow oh nice good <laughs> i know you guys are excited it's not grim but uh, we'll get there <laughs> i'm actually i did not watch one episode this week oh, wow. I'm, all, I'm all movies this week oh, wow I'm, I'm yeah i don't know how much tv i'm gonna get through uh, are we on the eighth or ninth uh ninth or sorry, we're done the eighth. I mean, yeah. we're done the eighth. Okay, let's move on to the ninth. Then um, put up your hands, folks. Adam is starting. Yeah, you guys. Go All ahead. right. Um, so what I watched um, from 1934, The Black Cat. Have, I, th- I think Kyle, you yeah. might have watched this the other. I don't remember loving it. If it's if mm. I remember correctly. Yeah, it's the. It's the Ed, Edgar J. Almer movie that has both Bel, Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi, mm-hmm. and it's basically Bela Lugosi's this guy that's been wronged and basically put in a gulag for 15 years after his commander, Boris Karloff, sold out everybody and everybody dies. He's come back for revenge, he thinks, and, and, and to find out what's happened to his wife and daughter, he mm-hmm. tells them that they're both dead, but are they? Mm. Um and he has a fear of black cats or something. He has shit, a right? fear of black cats, so he just fucking kills a black cat like right away. <laughs> like that's how they fun. fit the, the black cat story in there, right? Yeah. I don't remember having too much else to do with it. Yeah, there's black cats just roaming around. Like Boris Karloff has a black cat always in his arm. <laughs> Boris Karloff is amazing in this movie, and so is Lugosi, because sometimes Lugosi, and I, I kind of got two this, this week, uh, one coming up, where he's engaged, and when he's engaged, he's... He's yeah. he's a presence. Um, yeah. He's a presence in this. I really dug this a lot. Wow. It, 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 I I feel like it's a little bit slight, but there's like good action with everything. The house that they're in is this modern house that is kind of labyrinthy, and you don't know what's going on. And below is the old fort oh, that all the cool. shit happened. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not going to give a ton away, but it, I I can see why this is one of the classic. Uh, you know. Universal yeah. horror movies from the, from the 30s. Um, I I don't know if it's it's like maybe not quite the uh, the substance of 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 some others. Like it is a pretty short movie. It's just over an hour or something. Um, so I'm gonna give it 7.5 pumpkins. Well, that's still wow. crazy high. Yeah, like it's got like a great atmosphere, and you've got these two guys that are awesome in it. And there's like a couple that's there that's kind of like roped into whatever's What's going happening? on with them. And often those couple will be the leads, right? Like you'll have yeah. to 
follow them. Follow them where you just want to be with the other. T- yeah. You don't have to too much. They're used as 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 props in the best possible way. Awesome. Uh, I guess I'll jump in. Yeah. Um, I revisit. I watch this movie like every two years. Um, I thought it was every twelve years, but. Uh, <laughs> Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein from oh, 1948. Nice. Yeah. So I watched this on the 10th. So oh, we did can, you? I, we can talk about this now. Oh, yeah. This, this um, I still, like... Did you see it in theaters? Because they were doing it at the Playhouse. For, no. Like, two bucks. You can go down to the Playhouse and check stuff for two Abbott, bucks. Abbott, Costello meet Frankenstein yeah. at the Playhouse? Oh, damn. I would have loved that. It was, I like, last weekend. Yeah. Uh, this is a film I, I, I enjoy. I enjoy it more every time I watch it. I always want to love it, though, and I don't quite. Um, I do think, like... The first half is so much fun. Like I think um, Lou Costello Costello, fucking steals the show. Every he's got so many great one-liners and the the com the um, what's the word? Like the comedy style of him, like swim swinging around on boxes and like what's it like the what do we call where like the body comedy where you're jumping around slapstick slapstick I guess yeah Um, yeah I know I love all that. It's fun to see all the monsters. I feel like Frankenstein's monsters kind of wasted in like. I almost feel like when the monsters show up, like it I, is funny that it's meets Frankenstein, where Frankenstein yeah. is definitely the least yeah. uh, important. I of just the find main like characters. a lot of the, I don't know. I like the monsters in it, but I also find like it almost maybe would have worked. Like I don't even think you need them. Like I think the best part is before he's actually seen the monsters. I think once it gets in the castle, some of the hijinks are kind of like not as fun. Is the like, stuff like, before like, then? Advocate said, "Go to Transylvania." Like, what was he thinking? Well, I don't know. I think just like all the stuff, like mm. at his work, mm. and then go and having to deliver this body, and then at the museum, and like and, well, uh, the party's fun though too, where they're running around at the party. I do find like the castle bit is my least favorite as well. But you know, they're they're at the this this kind of like party and they're having fun again. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just find like it it kind of gets repetitive. Like he sees something. Um, uh, yes. The other guy doesn't. But Abbott doesn't believe Abbott him. doesn't believe mm-hmm. him. And then, like, no, go this way. And then they go through a secret wall. He sees it again. And, it, it, like, that thing kind of goes back and forth. And I find that kind of happens a lot in the movie, or at least it felt like it. Whereas, like, I don't know. I, I thought the stuff in the, mu- like, when they're delivering to the wax museum, that stuff was a lot more creative. And I guess that's the same kind of deal, too, where he sees he hasn't believed him. But I thought that was done better. And I still really enjoyed it. Again, I, it, it goes up a little bit each time for me. I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins. That's what I'm going to give it, uh, seven and a half pumpkins. Okay. But, uh, it's yeah. It's kind of huge, right? Like, it's a fun movie, Again, right? I like, watch this, and I'm like, should I revisit Young Frankenstein again? Because like, <laughs> it seems like these are two films that, like, I like... But I want to like be like nine out of tens for me. Mm. See, for me, this one it, it, it like has clear limitations just because the storytelling is you know lacking. Yeah, it's it's about their back like mm. Lou and yeah. uh, and Bud's like back and forth with a straight man. Like that's what they go back to. That's their routine. That's what they did mm-hmm. on stage for uh, years. Yeah, for years and years and years. And when it's working, it's really working. But I agree. Like at a certain point, you're just like Bud. It's real, like yeah. just like let and one. It's and, like the X Files all over again. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like a sexier version of the X Files. Is that what you told me the other day? Yeah. I, I do feel like once she, uh, th- he knows, it kind of perks up again as well. Yeah. I, again, I've only seen this one, so I'm, I'm hoping to get through some of the other films this year. I have uh, Invisible Man and The Mummy one. To I'm going to watch Meet the Mummy. I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to try to get through those this year. But I wanted to start off with this one again, just because it's been a year or two. So uh, All right, from a 2017, I watched the scariest story ever. 
a Mickey Mouse Halloween spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I dug this. It's pretty much uh, all the uh, kids. Spooktaculars yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Mickey, uh, Goofy, and uh, Donald Duck all are taking their kids trick-or-treating, and he's trips up his uh, mansion in like uh, ways, and he's trying to tell these stories to scare these children, hmm. but they're so like sugar high that they're not scared of oh, anything. I've, yeah, I've seen this. It's so fun. he tells like this like, Kind of like horrific story at the end where all these, I don't give anything away, but they're all like baked into pies by the end of it by this like witch that they stole. Like, it was kind of fun. Yeah, this like, is that weird series that I, I don't know if it's still going where mm-hmm. it's almost like geared towards a, yeah, not necessarily the adults, but like that, like it almost has a Ren and Snoopy vibe yeah, to it, like, it, like the, the, the animation yeah. and like the story. It had like cutaways too, which I thought yeah. was kind of fun. Like, I, there's a few moments where I'm like, I'm not like, Belly laughing, but I'm like, oh, yeah. it's kind of fun. We so, we have like a DVD and it has this and it has a Christmas special on it, which is weird too. Oh yeah, but um, I, I was still gonna give like seven pumpkins. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, I, I guess I'm up next from 1990. Uh, the Witches, directed by Nicholas Rogue. Have you guys ever seen this? I have it on my list to get through. this Wait, movie. is this the one with a, a sexy uh, schoolgirls? Mm. Maybe yeah. I think of Little Witches. No. Not sexy schoolgirls. This, this is, is one the world based on the roll doll. doll. Oh, okay, with uh, Angela, Angela Houston. Houston. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, which they've remade recently, which yeah. I have no interest in, especially after watching this, because this fucking holds up. Yeah, uh, it, it's fucking awesome, right? This is this is a movie that terrified me as a kid. Like, there's there's it opens up and this grandma's telling this this the grandson about witches and what they do mm-hmm. and basically about this this girl that she knew that went to school and then one day disappeared and then she just started appearing in this painting painting. what a fucking crazy concept and then she ages in the painting Mm. until she eventually disappears i'm not giving much away because this is told in the first three minutes of the story they they lead this up and the witches have this lore and what they're like and they they hate children um and then the uh the kid's parents die and now he has to live with the grandmother and the grandmother's Mm. getting ill because uh, they say she has diabetes, but really she's just smoking cigars yeah, constantly. Awesome. So this was like a, a famous like sexy actress, Swedish actress uh, <laughs> from the forties, I think, and fifties. And now she's just like a grandma, like fuck it, I'm gonna smoke cigars all, all the time. Even after they're like, you, she's in bed trying to light a cigar, and they're like, you have diabetes, like stop, yeah, stop, grandma. diabetes. Di- I I always have diabetes in my head because <laughs> I played Friendly? I played diabetes in Woody Allen's God. I see, I see. Um, anyways, I am diabetes. <laughs> what a braggart. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I was the lead in God yeah. in the high school production of uh, Woody Allen's play uh, that he, supposedly he loved. Um, anyways, you they then go to the seaside resort so, so she can recover, and there there's a witch's convention, and Angelica Houston is the main witch, mm-hmm. and she is just she is eating so good. scenery, like chewing it up left, right, and center. It's so good. And they have a plan to turn all the children in the world into mice. And some of the children get turned into mice. And now the Jim Henson crew comes on. How great are these mice? Like... It's incredible now. Still watching this, mm. the effects in this are so good. And then you have the effects of the witches and how uh, they look. Isn't that like a luncheon scene? Oh like, yeah, how fucking gross and terrifying. So and, super yeah. gross. So th- then it's all about them trying to get to the witches and whatever. Yeah. And it's a little bit slapsticky. It's. I love this movie. It holds up, right? It's a kid's movie still. Yeah. Uh, so there are some moments where I'm like, okay, the, I don't care about like the back and forth with the, the 
humor between the yeah. two kids. The fat kid, of course, yeah. is eating all the little bits of all all the muffins <laughs> or whatever. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's he's gonna eat cheese when. So that starts to wear on me just a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, if you want to, you know, really. Probably a little too young to terrify uh, y- yeah, your child, she's not but your ch- children can be scarred for life with this movie. Yeah, anytime yeah, now. yeah. that's. I don't think I think it'd be too scary for them. Uh, I, I watched a family movie myself. I'll talk about later on, but um, or no, sorry, that's next episode. Um, I saw this yeah. on. I'm gonna watch it. I uh, hope next week, this week. Mm-hmm. You're gonna watch the witches? Yeah, I had I had on my list, and it's between this and another one. I chose the other one, but I, this is on my. I but, probably saw this at Cohen's age, but it, it terrified me. But he, oh, yeah, yeah, he gets he gets frightened by everything so easily right now. So um, it might be bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be it'll be bad. It's scary. Yeah. Like it. Uh, I remember. I saw the scene with the witches, and it terrified me. So. Yeah. We had a rip of the laser disc on VHS. <laughs> oh, amazing! So it, it would had that flip over period where yeah. it just would go black in the middle of it. That's how I watched this. So I'd seen this a million times. Seven point yeah. five pumpkins. The witches is a is is great. It's good. Maybe if I would, you know, I don't know. If I was feeling more like a kid that morning, maybe maybe it's an eight, an eight 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 point yeah. five. I thought this might make my top hundred. This was in the do the uh, remake. Or are you gonna watch the remake? I don't or? think so. Yeah, you should have watched this with like a big bowl of like sugary yeah, cereal. Yeah, like corn pops or something have, like yeah. that. A cow chocula. Yeah. I probably no, I pr- Monster Mash. I Monster probably Mash did that like thirty year. or forty nice. times. I saw this movie so many times as a kid. Yeah. The thing is, like when you watch things as a kid, they seem like they like when the they're mice. You think this is like this huge scene. Yeah. Sec- they're like really tiny sections of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, Jim Henson. Cool. And his production. I also watched a VHS uh, 94 that we've talked about. Uh, I watched uh, another uh, Scream Factory uh, film, The Four Skulls of Jonathan Drake from 1959. Uh, This opens up uh, with this man seeing this shrunken head hanging outside of his window. Soon after, he's attacked by this long-haired man who has his lips sewn shut like a shrunken head. Um, (laughs) Obviously... It's you know it's a it's a Native American but played by a white man, mm-hmm. um, of course. Is it John day. Wayne? No, no. Um, he, he, John. <laughs> is he, I think he is a Native yeah. American in one of the movies, yeah. which is so freaking. Uh, he pokes the crazy. guy with this like needle kind of dagger thing, just like this little poke, and then the guy like kills him. It kills him immediately. He tries to cut off his head, but he's interrupted by the man's butler, so he's gonna have to come back and do it. Um, you played d- by the same guy that played Jerry Seinfeld's butler. Weird coincidence, <laughs> but he aged really well. A lot of movies with butlers uh, this week for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's discovered that the, this family has this curse that was placed upon them. Um, I guess that when you're at the age of sixty, uh, you're these when the, all these family members when they hit the age of sixty, they die mysteriously and their head is removed. Um, and, and I guess you find out, and I don't know if I'm explaining too much, but I guess like a uh, hundred years ago, one of the relatives, he, uh, his partner was captured or something by these, this native tribe. So he came, uh, his partner was killed. So he slaughtered the whole native tribe, except for this one witch doctor survived and, uh, put the curse on the family. Um, what surprised me is for a 1959 film, there were some surprise, surprisingly effective moments for, you know, it's kind of this silly little low budget film but like the subject matter is about fucking people having their head removed mm-hmm. and they sh- like there's scenes where like they show the head and it's like with the mouth stone shot which for 1959 and there's a scene too where it's showing them like with the head and like sewing up the mouth and sticking it in this boiling water turning it into like this shrunken head oh, and I was awesome. kind of like wow that yeah. was kind of 
I don't know for for a film from 1959. The, there's a surprise finale in there. Again, another like harmless uh, do they do? Sunday afternoon dun, dun, film. Dun. <laughs> Uh, not quite, no. Uh, but um, <laughs> I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. I, I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the, the other one just because it is so, like, yeah, I don't know. Is yeah. it kind of taboo for the time? I thought it was kind of interesting, someone going around removing people's heads. And uh, and the villain, even though it is a white guy. And makeup, he kind of looks scary with, like, his mouth all sewn up and shit. Of course. All right. I watched from 1991, Maddie's favorite Stuart Gordon's The Pit and oh, the Pendulum. Oh, I'm curiously thought about this. Uh, so uh, there's been a lot of discussion about yeah. this recently. It is set at the height of the Spanish Inquisition. You basically got Lance Hendrickson chewing the scenery like <laughs> yeah. a motherfucker. He, he's loving all all the character actors in yeah. this are really, really quite good. Uh, and the worst part is like the girl and her husband. The husband for sure. Yeah. The girl, I kind of feel. Uh, so afterwards, you go. I'm, you know, I'm reading about the movie yeah. and then looking at all the actors, and then she's basically been in nothing. I'm going, mm-hmm. well, what happened to her? <laughs> well, it just she she's basically wrote this tell-all book now because of all these horrible things that happened to her during the movie. No, no this movie. I, I think probably in, in all. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> uh, her her time, and she basically gets it out in the world and the. In the it ends with basically saying, "Now that I've done this, I can kill myself," and she did. Oh no! Once wow. it was published, she she ki- killed herself. Oh Maria! She's been basically waiting to do this because she's that so soil your favorite film a, money? A little bit, right? <laughs> I feel kind of bad now. <laughs> like, uh, well, especially the, this her. movie. Yeah, yeah, she's like nude in half the movie. But uh, yeah, I, I it, it was one of those things where I read right after this. because yeah. it, it I I searched the movie. And this came up because it was not too mm-hmm. long. It was sometime uh, last year. Uh, and she has only like one or two other roles. Roles. Um, so a little depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We shit all over. Like uh, something I enjoy. <laughs> uh, but like that, that's my overall problem with yeah. this. And I think maybe you had the same. It's not like they're all chewing scenery and they're all having like seemingly like going over the top but the movie's pretty grounded and dark and yeah, it's crazy dark um which some of that is great but like my favorite parts are when it's a little bit above like when francis bay who plays the actual witch yep and they're going to kill her yeah and, and she's she like the gun, the, uh, gun powder yeah, that's, that's awesome. amazing that's, i feel like the tone is kind of all over the place like are you trying to do this serious grizzly film or are you doing these a silly like are you actually supposed to say something to, about whatever? I, I, overall, I enjoyed this as much as I can, but I did get whiplash watching the movie, like the tone. Well, plus, like it, it's literally yeah. just like tor- torture and yeah. like not rape, but you know, and it's close enough. Women, yeah, getting. I don't know, and well, and you see how like in that there's a couple sequences where the like where she first meets Francis Bay. Frances Bay also like one of the greatest oh, old lady actors ever, and and true. loving it. Um, she they seem to get it right whenever they introduce her into the story, but everybody mm-hmm. else like Jeffrey Combs, who's who's great in this, mm-hmm. but doesn't fit. And then he's he kind doesn't of, have a lot to do either. Yeah, like, yeah, you would forget he was in this movie if he wasn't Jeffrey Combs, right? Um, Even the guy from Dolls is in this as the uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he has a bit part. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give six point five pumpkins. Ugh. Yeah, like that's I. I think yeah. it's. I don't think it's a bad movie. No, by neither any do means. I. No, it's just it's. I, 
I'm not even judging you for liking it. It's oh, just, no, I'm excited about I, watching it. I'm just saying, again. like, it's, <laughs> well, you guys are talking, like, yeah, it's a fucking cool scene. I'm so I just excited like, about watching yeah, this. Yeah, its subject matter is not one that yeah. interests me. Like, I think it, I like uh, Conquer Warm or something better, where it's like, well, it's, it's about the dark. witch. Yeah. But that film, like, kind of, it has a story and characters, mm. and it has more to say, whereas this felt like, we're hanging out with these people in this castle who are going to torture and do terrible things for an yeah. hour and a half. And some of the, I don't know, some of the sequences where they're tort, like I felt uncomfortable. And then I thought about it later after I read the, uh, like this shit probably. Yeah. And I went, Oh my God. Like what I like the, what have I? Well, plus, watching? like a lot of this shit, kind of. I don't know if it went this far, but some of this cut stuff kind of happened in real life, right? Right? Like, oh yeah, did, oh yeah, oh yeah. Not it, even it, like yeah. way worse. Yeah, way worse. Uh, okay, on a lighter note, <laughs> from 2012, I revisited uh, one of the few movies I've revisited this year, uh, The American Scream. This is a, a documentary oh, yeah. directed by. We were talking about Troll Two. Well, it's directed by Michael Stevenson, who is actually the child in Troll Two. Wow. Oh. Um, and he also directed the best worst movie, which oh, was no, a documentary. He wasn't the dentist, like the guy who's on like uh, roller skates, as the uh, best worst movie. No, th- th- that guy st- is like the main star of best worst movie, but he directed oh. the kid oh, from okay. the film was actually the director. Oh, crazy. of those that film and this documentary. Yeah, this documentary is awesome. Yeah, so this follows three families in uh, Fairhaven, Massachusetts. I can never say it, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> um, and it, it's pretty much three haunters. Mm-hmm. Unlike the the documentary we've talked no, about before, this is like a, that fun. Goofy yeah, whereas Halloween. haunters there to the scare. I enjoyed yeah. just because I enjoyed because it's like that movie was so fucked up that people like that exist. It, it yeah. is one of those things. I, I don't mind. I didn't mind watching that movie because you. Get it was in interesting. The psyche. Yeah. yeah. I also hated watching it. Yeah, like you hate the guy of the film. You definitely do hate the guy. This film is different, whereas this is just, it follows three people and that they're all, they all kind of live in the same neighborhood, basically, who are just passionate about the holiday. Yeah. They love the holiday. They love putting on these haunts. Uh, the, the the main guy of the movie is this family guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you you learn that he grew up. He didn't have Halloween or Christmas. He, they didn't even celebrate birthdays in his life mm-hmm. because of his, his Religion. mother's religious upbringing. And I think she says like, we eventually, I eventually got out because they were talking about resurrecting the dead, like digging up a body and trying yeah. to resurrect. That's fucking religious right? churches. They go crazy. Um, that's why everyone talks about Scientology. I think all of that shit is crazy, man. But anyways. You can direct any hate mail to him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I stand by it. <laughs> um, anything I think where you go too far of anything is oh, never yeah. a good thing. Um, anyways. Um, so you learn that because he missed all that, he's trying to make up for it, and he does yeah. it with the by the uh, Halloween, mm. and he's like this. He's a really talented guy. Yeah, like he actually does really cool. Like he sculpts all these. Um, Is that uh, the one he's getting his daughter into? Decorations, as well? yeah, for for his. This Halloween, yeah, his daughter, his I guess his youngest daughter, I think, is not into it, but his oldest daughter is yeah. into it. Um, and uh, and he's perfectionist, and it's kind of hard with his wife. Like, she puts up with it, but it is tough sometimes. Even his friends who come to help him because they feel bad that he has to do all this himself. Mm-hmm. But then he's kind of like, he's got so much pressure that he's kind of mean to them too. Yeah. Like, and and then you find out also that this obsession is kind of hurt even his relationship with the children. Like, his his daughter, all she wants is to have a treehouse. Mm-hmm. And he's always, every year he uh, pr- uh, promises it, but then is like, ah, oh, I'm too busy. I don't have time. Yet he has time to, to do, do this. this. So you, these aren't perfect people. They have yeah. their flaws, but at the same time, they mean well. It's just this is like this obsession that kind of mm-hmm. takes over. You follow. Then there's like this father and son combo who they're each other's best friends, and um, 
And then there's another, a third guy who was actually inspired by the family guy. Like, didn't he get kicked out of like a place and he's trying to look for a new one? Was that this guy? No. Uh, no. Something I, else. So. I know there's one that was some turmoil in one of them where like they got kicked out of like a, they had a rented place. I don't think so. Like yeah. that, I think that's from the other one. Oh, is that from the other one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the third guy is this guy who was inspired by the first family guy, but he doesn't take it as seriously. He's just about having fun. He's not. A perfectionist. He's not mm-hmm. worried if it doesn't look great. It's like he goes and gets his stuff from like junk uh, yeah. piles around the neighborhood and stuff. Um, but and he also talks about too. He, I guess he had a heart attack and he wasn't going to put on one year. But then the whole community g- gathered together and ha- helped him put this oh, on. Nice. So there's like these like sweet kind of emotional yeah. moments. I like they show like the Halloween and the, the haunts they put on. And like I swear, like by the end you almost like tear up a bit. It's yeah. like because Halloween's over. All this effort they put in it's going to be gone in that gone yeah. in a couple hours and then they got to do it again next year but it, it, it kind of ends like on this positive note where maybe because the, fam, the family guy he was losing his job after all these years mm-hmm. but maybe he's going to invest all this money and finally put on like do this it? annual haunt that he actually you know not from his house but something that he can actually make money yeah. from and i don't know it's just as yeah it's just kind of like it's funny and it's it's, it's heartwarming, and but it it's fun watching them probably build this stuff too. Best and speeches about Halloween that I've seen in a while. I've heard in a while. Like he was talking about, like how Halloween is the only like community holiday. Yeah, exactly. Where everything else is like at Christmas with your family, Thanksgiving with your family, even like a Fourth of July is kind of with yeah. like your family. But like Halloween is like a whole neighborhood gets getting together, together and yeah. hangs out and does cool things. Yeah. Fourth of July is about hanging with your brothers and your yeah. sisters <laughs> yeah. and your cousins and your. It's about America, America. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a really well put together mm-hmm. film. I enjoyed Best Worst Movie as well. So yeah, I, I wish this guy mm-hmm. would do more documentaries because I've liked uh, both of these. I'm gonna go eight pumpkins Holy at a time. Moly. Um, yeah, I, I really An enjoyed American this. American Scream. Yeah, again, maybe I'm overhyping it, but again, as a guy that just loves yeah. Halloween, the only negative I would say is as impressive as especially the first guys Hans they put on. I've seen way better, cooler stuff, and I, it would have been cool if they had someone that, like, you know, did those, like, really Crazy big, ones. had tons of money to waste. Like, these are kind of guys that... Like, the one where they had, like, that alien that landed in the thing. Yeah, I've seen the, some crazy yeah. fucking haunts, yeah. and as cool as these are, you know, I, I, this yeah. is, again, more about, you know, I guess because they had to pick three people in one neighborhood because yeah. they couldn't go shoot all over, so they had to find a neighborhood that had three guys that could do some stuff. And, again, it, it's just, it's interesting watching this, but, um, again... Ma- Maybe I'm overhyping it, um, but yeah, it just uh, it touched me. Is it N <laughs> or the the American Scream right. from 2012? I actually I had this on Blu-ray. I think it had like a limited Blu-ray. I think it's it was hard on to Netflix find. for a while. Yeah. yeah, it seems to be one though that's kind of like like it came out and people talked about it mm-hmm. and then it kind of disappeared. And even though like everyone it doesn't seemed appear to, enjoy to be it. on anything right now. You, well, can't, not, even, yeah. you no, can't even yeah. purchase it. No, mm. um, well I can lend you if you do have any interest. Um, but yeah, uh, that's uh, my ninth. Any anything else? I got one more, uh, and I'm gonna throw a curveball. It's not a grim. Oh, okay. Wow. I'm done. Wow. Wow. Uh, We're out. Uh, <laughs> Biggest surprise of the, yeah. the month. Uh, so, um, Midnight Mass episode four, uh, book four, Lamentations. Uh, I do feel like this is the best episode I'd watched so, so far. far. Uh, it, it's building. It's getting more tense. There's the horror elements are also coming out in the last two episodes more, where you were just getting taste yeah. of it. Uh, I'm gonna give it eight pumpkins. Oh, nice! Well, so, yeah, I gotta check this out. Maybe I'll wait till November to check it out because yeah. it's a it, like it's a big investment, and they're not yeah. short episodes, like hour long, right? Some of these episodes are longer than some of the movies yeah. I've watched. Oh, well. <laughs> 
Um, we're going on cool. to the. Uh, is, is that it then? Or are we? Or we're we're going to go on the ninth or tenth. Oh no, we're going to do the ninth again. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby, the okay. ninth part two. <laughs> All right, here it comes. So yeah, this is October tenth, uh, and I guess I'm going to start off. Yeah, you watch a shitload of stuff, so go for it. Uh, so I, I I won't really need to get into this, but the first thing I watched was. Uh, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello meet Frankenstein, which I gave seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. And then after that, I watched Burn Witch Burn. Um, I've recommended this. One. Yeah, you recommended Baba? it. No. No, I think it's just like a, a British director. I think its other title is like, what is it, Night of the Night Eagle? Of the Eagle. Sydney, uh, Sydney Hayers, who I've never heard of before, is the director. And it basically stars... Uh, this this couple that's living out it's it's a guy that plays Peter Quint in The Innocence. Oh, cool! And he's the husband, and then his wife, and he's this teacher that everybody loves, and all the great things are happening to him. And then he realizes something's up, and he sees all this weird stuff his wife has, and she <laughs> was it a dick? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think it's a spoiler. Is it no, to say she's in. She's a witch. Uh, well, she had yeah, she has all these witch. She went to they visit the, they visit this on, on vacation. Jamaica, yeah, the home yeah. of the witches. Yeah, that's where witches came from, yeah. right? Learned some voodoo and, and all this shit or something. Uh and you know, he kind of has a freak out about this and things start to unravel in 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 kind of interesting ways. I, I Well, he he makes her get rid of all her yeah. stuff and then she says, "I'm warning you, don't do this because I was Using this to protect, protect you. you. Something else was going on, and yeah. then uh, yeah, I think all I've actually kinda... seen this. Yeah, it sounds really familiar. The the opening, I will I will say, half an hour had me gripped. Uh, it, it, for me, it starts to kind of like untether itself as she kind of untethers herself uh, about what's going on and to save him. And I think I didn't really care about any of that shit. It, hmm. it, it, it um, it's like. Okay, you love this guy so much that you're just gonna give it up, and you had all yeah. this protection. Aren't you gonna try? Like, just come on and try. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's cheaper than a divorce. Just let him like. Uh, die. It, it does have a pretty amazing end, though. It like starts going batshit at, at the end again, and, and kind of brought me back in. Uh, to, so I'm gonna give this one seven pumpkins out of ten. I, I really good. I did have my issues, kind of. Uh, with it, uh, where I, I feel like a stronger director might have been like more confident just to like hold steady. I I wish because there's all this kind of intrigue that's going on in the school, and they go away with it for like some cool imagery and and cool seaside stuff, but mm-hmm. there's not really much of a point to that. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's kind of like a character drama, right? It's it's really this whole film. Is as much as about all the witches and curses and all that shit. It's also about this relationship between uh, the the couple. But. Yeah, like I I think actually you could drive that stuff home even more, and you could look at the characters and what's going on in the the town. Um, still, really cool movie. I you know yeah. I, I I'm I'm quite glad I watched it. Have you guys seen a? Bob's Burgers. You heard about this show called Bob's Burgers? It's hitting me one on time. No, I watched uh, from season nine, episode four, Nightmare on Ocean Avenue Street. I don't know if I've seen this one. It is the one where the kids are going uh, trick or treating, but someone keeps nabbing bags. 
No. And they got to figure out who is the bag now. Where'd you watch this? It was on Disney Plus. Ah, fuck Disney yeah. Plus. They took my Bob's Burgers away. Yeah, they used to be on I Prime, know. and now it's uh, on this. It was a great episode. I l- had a ton of fun. Uh, the one guy, the handyman Teddy, is trying to outdo the new guy in town's handyman work. So they're trying to outdo each other as Halloween decorations. That turns into some great laughs. And the whole street is turned into a trick-or-treating palisade or street walk. So all these, uh, they don't know who's doing it. They have to figure out who is the bag nabber. And okay. It, they, it accumulates inside of a haunted house, which is kind of cool. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one a 7.5 pumpkins. Yeah, it's dope. Cool. You you haven't seen this one yet? No, I'm I'm behind uh, the last couple. Like we we so we uh, we're lucky now because we yeah. basically watched all of Bob Burgers up to the end of the eighth season. That's what was on yeah. Amazon Prime, and then I was going to check, and it's like they're all gone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like I know Prime had it. And then, like, Disney had it, like, the very next day. It's so weird, too, because there's yeah. not even a physical release of this. I know TV yeah. shows don't sell as much, but I, mm. I thought that would be a big it's enough a huge show. It's like, a show, right? Like, there's still a lot of shows. There's no still seasons? Good. I think the first season's on DVD, and that's it. There might be a couple that were, like, MOD ones where yeah. they're, like, the fucking burnt discs that mm. are shit and don't work half the time. But, wow. Um, yeah, only the first season. And, Crazy. Yeah. For a cartoon, you'd think that there yeah like i think i think yeah. all the family guy and shit are still getting yeah. american dad i could be wrong but yeah it's so weird um anyways uh i guess that kind of leads in i, I won't say too to much blaming about this. disney plus for everything <laughs> yeah i uh, yeah i hate disney plus uh i watched uh scooby-doo return return to zombie island from 2019 um, oh a new one the, the zombie island movie is considered by like scooby fans to be one of the best Movies. It's one. They of gotta the f- have a better name. Scooby <laughs> fans. They, they, what's their? I, I don't know what they're actually called, but uh, Scooby Doobies. Yeah, well, they're, they're pretty passionate because they had a problem with Scooby this film. Crew. <laughs> well, Zombie Island is famous because it's one of the few movies where it's not actually revealed to be people in suits. It's actually real zombies and, and cat people or whatever. So this film is takes place months after it's a sequel. Uh, the gang has made a promise to Scooby and Shaggy that they're going to take a much needed vacation from mystery solving. Um, and they win tickets actually from the Elvira show awesome. uh, to go on to this tropical location. Upon arrival, they it all seems familiar to them, and uh, and they're warned of zombies, and it, they may be at the same location. I guess Scooby fans were really passionate and upset about this film because it it kind of discredits all the supernatural and, and says uh. like, oh, maybe it actually was. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get that at all. I think it, it kind of leaves it up to you to decide when Ambiguous. you, without saying too much, when they when you actually watch it. The bestiality um, is weird as well. Yeah, strange. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, there's like the the expected yeah, the um, sexual tension between Velma and Scooby is too much to handle these days. <laughs> well, there's cat people, so oh, yeah, that know. makes sense. So Shaggy gets his. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's uh, <laughs> that's the that's the next <laughs> oh, episode. Sorry, sorry, Shaggy gets. His. <laughs> There's uh, there's some surprises in there and whatnot. They keep you kind of get the the expected. Um, you know, you think it's going one way and they mm. flip it on its. And I said I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. It's, nice. It was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't um, love it. It is what it is. It's not more than that though. It's just it is what it, it is. It is what it is. I, you know, all I, I like watching that stuff. It's something I can watch with the kids. But like, I don't know if there's too many that I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I think real Ghostbusters, at least, I think that had better writers, where mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo, it's kind of like your comfort food. You know exactly what you're yeah. getting. It, it, it usually has cool monsters, and, and as you soften the show, kind of usually cool atmosphere mm-hmm. and whatnot. But yeah, Great anyway. Animation. 
Let's move on. Okay, so from 1964, Mario Bava's Blood and Black Lace. Um, I like this one. Yeah, I like this one a lot. So basically, I watched a Bava film the, um, the other week that was supposed to be this Agatha Christie-style mm. mystery. This actually gives you the, the mystery. mystery. And and a bunch of cool kind of set pieces. It's pre- it might be his best looking film. I think it's it's so, unbelievable. Like looking. that opening and going through the side. There's so much cool stuff he does with the camera in this one. And the colors, are, yeah. you know, what she's always there. I feel like this is the the one that accentuates all of that. The kind scene of with stuff. the mannequins and yeah. So yeah. basically, you get this violent murder that happens mm. uh, right out of the gate, and the cops come in and they they know it's in this. Uh, fashion house that's they're making garments I guess there um, and the, there's a lot of intrigue and and uh, you're, you're starting to see that there's more going on with various people that are at, at that are working there and everybody's getting involved because this murder you know has now left open a, a lot of people for blackmail or other other kind of um, their their kind of secrets revealed, so you don't know who yeah. who is trying to hide their just their secrets because they don't want that out there, or who is trying to hide this the murder. Yeah, the blood every, of everyone's got exactly something to hide. There's a, everyone's got a motive. There's a great sequence in this antique mm-hmm. um, warehouse uh, store, yeah, like warehouse store esque mm-hmm. thing with a, a pretty cool kill. There's a bunch of like pretty. And then the killer is a great Gory look. If, if, you, if, if you've seen a Dick Tracy, the blank, the no face, that's pretty much stolen from this. It's like someone in a black trench coat and you with an, a blank face. Yeah, and I don't know. I could be. I don't want to quote. Don't quote me in this. But this may is this the first shallow with the black glove killer? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Oh. I would think so. Like 1964. Because yeah. this is well before. Yeah, this is like 10 years before Argento and yeah. all his shallows uh, with the black glove killer. Um. So yeah, Baba, who had who had been letting me down, you know, even Bay of Blood when I I kind of I went back I didn't to love it. Bay I, of Blood, but I kind of went. Uh, ah. But he did like Black Sabbath, Black Sunday. I know, yeah, what well, like Black Sabbath, Black Sunday, Kill Baby Kill. I loved all yeah. those movies, but yeah. when we were doing the top hundred, I was going into some others, and it just. Not they kept, so. kept falling a little bit flat. He actually did another Jello before this, a black and white one that's more Hitchcock called "The Girl Who Knew Too Much." That's a that's a decent one as mm. well. Um, and uh, what was the other one I watched? That oh, the Whip in the Body, which I thought wasn't very strong. I, I actually either. haven't seen that one. Um, anyways, I'm going to give this one eight pumpkins. It's, oh it's, wow, it's great. It it's close to eight point five. I think it's that good. Eh? It's that good. Now is this? Where would you put this on your ballot? Like, do you think Black Sabbath is still better? Black Sabbath is still better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did I think Bla- it's Black Sabbath. Then did this- Black Ma- Sabbath make your top one hundred? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in my top fifty. But I would this make your top one hundred? This would have been something that I would have definitely considered for like those last twenty, yeah. twenty-five slots. Yeah, like I, I remember because I, I watched this for that list. I don't know if it made mine. I don't. I don't think it. I don't did. think it did. It was close though, and I was like, I think this is something you would like because this has like the, those visuals that. I know, like it's something if you're if you're a fan of like camera work and visuals. And yeah, stuff, it's got a great vibe. There's some stuff there, and, and and I know people shit on him sometimes about like his zooms or whatever. But the guy understands when to utilize that, and, and it's got a great score. Yeah. Like, uh, is it bumping like funk? Like bumping yeah, bumping. yeah, yeah, a lot of jazzy stuff. Really good, really great. One cool. of the best things I've seen cool. so far this October. I watched uh, from 2019, Ready or Not. 
Oh yeah. What a fun. Had you seen? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Busy and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, it's like and the Busy. Canadian one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a Halloween episode that I ever watched. <laughs> it was a good time. They were playing Truth or Dare. That they, would have been actually. Halloween. I would probably watch that. <laughs> that would have been a great fake out. Yeah. No, this movie is so fun. Like, yeah, it's great. I, I, I had a boss it again. We talked about this. Uh, Made my hundred. Hundred. Yeah. How great is Adam Brody in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, how great is Adam yeah, Brody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, period. I was thinking about this. I have one qualm with this. Irish uh, Ray Wise played the dad in this. Because every time I see the dad, I'm like, ah, Ray Wise would have done a better job at this, I thought. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. That's just me, but I'm still giving it an 8.5. I had a blast, man. Had a blast. Yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movie, uh, not score, but that um, turntable where they have that, like, hide and seek. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that. Through, I'm like, what a cool idea i i might try to watch rewatch mm. this again because i i watched it pretty quickly yeah. in succession when it first came out yeah i need to see it again myself yeah it, it's great it, it holds up upon second viewing like, like it was one of those things where i had rewatched whenever after yeah. seen in, in theater and it was better yeah i don't know better but yeah you get i think it it, it, w- it was even better for me because some of the stuff I just had more fun with it. I think, that's, yeah. Like it, it holds. It's a great re, repeat yeah. viewing sort of thing, and and that's why it made the hundred. Like it, it was outside looking in. Yeah. So like I'm not gonna put that many of these two thousand movies. Yeah. In there. Um. But yeah, it's 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 a great fun thing. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just downing some beers. <laughs> I think, I think Kyle's crying right yeah, now. He's, oh, he's, man. He's I think if I watched this for my uh, top twenty-five of the uh, last decade, I think it probably would have made it for sure. Like it's that did good. It, did it not make your top twenty-five? Oh wow! Yeah. I don't even know if it made mine. Did it? Jesus! Yeah. And you hate everything, and this is yeah. good. Yeah. And you I like need, it? I need. It might have been because I had only seen it once. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't make mine. I, I think it like came out like yeah. just like we did. Wasn't mm-hmm. this move this list like the year soon before. after? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Uh, I watched from 1961, starring Jim Carrey, The Mask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is The Mask from 1961, um, not starring Jim Carrey. Uh, this is a low budget <laughs> James Carrey. <laughs> James Carrey. <laughs> this is a low budget Canadian 3D film. Wow, Canadian. Uh, I. I Doug, this one, it opens up with this distressed man. He's telling his psychiatrist that, um... Whoa. Look at this guy. (laughs) He moved very far away from the microphone, and that was still very audible. (laughs) I apologize, listeners. Sorry, this this beer just makes me... Yes. I I will give the the pump is very, like, carbonated. Yes. Like, almost to a fault. Uh, So it's not completely my fault? No, no, definitely not. Uh, I I wanted one, like, aside. (laughs) So this movie you just watched, The Mass, it was directed by Julian Rothman. And and this is the first line. Was a cross-border director. (laughs) (laughs) I was calling, like, oh, he's from that country that touches Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, how weird is that? He was a cross-border director. I guess it means he directed in Canada. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I know what it means, but, like, why even state that? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. I think Canadians, like, Canadians are really, like, we're not going to let him say he's an American director. Like, we want that Canadian pride. Who cares? Um, Canadian Canadian horror. There's a, there's a lot of great Canadian horror. Anyways, um, it opens up to so, this. So is America a bunch of like Shatner stealing Mexico touchers? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Just let me tell the plot of this movie. God damn it. Um, opens up with this distressed man. He's telling his psychiatrist that he can't get let go of these visions that he's 
he's starting to see after trying on this tribal mask, which is really cool kind of skull crystal skull mask, no relation to the uh, the classic Indiana Jones. Yeah, film. the classic Indiana Jones film. Um, but this is was kind of shocking. So he's he's saying like I'm seeing all these visions and stuff, and then he goes home, mails off this mask, and blows his fucking oh, shoots wow. himself in the head, which was kind of crazy for 1961. Um, the psychiatrist uh, finds that uh, the mask was mailed to him, and he's just his curiosity, but he's also hearing these voices. Put on the mask. Put on the mask. Because what this this movie was kind of like a William Castle thing, where you would get this this mask that had the 3D glasses built in the mask. Oh, that's cool. So the the film would kind of tell you, but they did it a cool way where like it's part of the film too. It's a mask talking. You put on the mask now. Put on. But that would also give you the when 3D. Yeah, when to know to put on the mask. So he puts on the mask. And then we're treated. now when you put in your gimp mask, <laughs> it, it did it give didn't the same have the effect? same effect, no. unfortunately. But that I had fun with that as well that night. But uh, no, so when you put on the mask, you're treated to these very cool nightmarish uh, sequences, and it would go. And it, again, I wish I could have watched it in 3D, but the the Blu-ray I watched on does have you can watch the sequences with the cheesy um, red 3D, and cyan glasses, yeah. which was still kind of effective. But um, yeah, it's just these very cool nightmare sequences. All the people in these nightmares kind of have, I guess this came out a year after uh, Eyes Without a Face. So everyone has those like Eyes Without a Face mm-hmm. kind of blank, creepy masks. A lot of like um, faces turning into skulls and like fire and cloak specters. And I, I thought all the nightmare sequences were kind of very well done. Kind of like this mix of like silly 3D effects where like eyes will pop out. Awesome. But then like kind of this artistic kind of gothic imagery, which I thought was kind of neat. Um, and yeah, I guess this man's personality be- begins to change with the mask and he becomes obsessed with it. And um, yeah, he's just becoming like, I don't know, evil, but the mask is definitely affecting him just like uh, the the guy from the beginning mm. um, yeah I had a lot of fun with this one and like his girlfriend or fiance is trying to get him to stop and it's like a drug he's like addicted to it he needs that mask um, baby. yeah had a lot I wish I had could have watched it in it real 3D it sounds like but a fucking insane movie that would be like it a sounds like fun. the mask yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I had fun with it would you it. say it's Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Nice. Wow. Uh, yeah, I really, really dug this one. It's a high score. I can't score. stop wearing this mask. I wish somebody would stop, stop. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of the same plot, actually. That, <laughs> right? they, well, yeah, they probably stole that. No, it's this. totally the yeah. same plot. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I need to revisit. Uh, yeah, well, it's I wore the CGI would, uh, yeah, yeah, not hold up, but. Uh, what else did you guys watch? So I watched, uh, you know, an, another uh, classic, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, season <laughs> one. Someday her prince will be in full effect. Oh, amazing. Is that the one with at the mall? That. Yeah, they're they at the mall. They tried to find that, like, one uh, beauty him and Carlton are fighting for her. So it's a two-part episode. So how was that Halloween? That I didn't want, because it's to go to a Halloween, ep- oh, a Halloween yeah. party. Oh. So the first part has nothing to do no. with Halloween, so I didn't watch the first they're part. They're just hanging out at the mall. Don't have to. Yeah. Uh, you get there. So you only watched the second part of the episode? I didn't even know it was two parts till afterwards. <laughs> I thought weirdo. it was kind of weird. Like, they're, yeah. like she starts mentioning stuff at the end, the the one waitress that ends up date uh, going as Will's date. Like, oh, when you first appeared, and I was like, I, didn't, I don't remember that scene. I'm sure That's it doesn't about matter. It. it doesn't matter. So <laughs> they're fighting over this. Carlton ends up getting this girl. There's a reason for that. 
She's trying to rip him off. They go to the party. He's basically super fly. They're all wearing kind of cool costumes. Yeah. The costumes are pretty cool, except Uncle Phil, who's who's going as comfortable man or something like that, <laughs> which I also thought was pretty he didn't awesome. go with Shredder. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you got, you what got a, made you want to watch a Fresh Prince? I don't episode. know. I, I always like Fresh Prince. Oh, okay. Will Smith is just you fuckers judge hell. me. You guys yeah. Yeah. judge me all the time for Martin, and Martin is way fucking the Halloween episode at least oh, way okay. better than this one. Uh, okay. I would say like a. I was gonna say like one Martin is not yeah. as good of a TV show yeah. as, as well, Fresh they Prince. They both don't hold up anymore. I don't know. I think Fresh Prince might. So uh, this episode doesn't really hold up. Yeah, uh, but this is like first season. First season. Yeah. It's where they're still in the old house yeah. that has the low ceilings and yeah. everything. It's not quite the Fresh Prince yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give this six pumpkins. Uh, it's probably better than that dinosaurs episode. Or, yeah, you're probably um, right. This is but, why I'm avoiding TV, man. Was there puppets? <laughs> Uh, there, there weren't any puppets, though. No. Okay, what else did you watch? So, and and then, I, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. I didn't think I was going to talk about I'm this. I'm kind of hoping for Martin. Come on, Martin. So, <laughs> the Martin, can you please watch it? Yeah, I'll watch it. It's a great episode, even if you don't like the show. Even Becky's like, it's a good episode. Becky yeah. doesn't like the show either. And she's like, yeah, that's actually a decent episode. One day. <laughs> I don't have Martin at my fingertips. Right I'll now, lend it to you. I'm bringing it next okay. week. <laughs> so what, what's great, uh, Crave actually has this section where they've just sectioned off any of the the uh, Halloween episodes that are on their... Disney did the same thing. It's called the Halloween Collection. Just yeah, like why the fuck does not Prime and Netflix do that this? That would be a great yeah. idea. They're the two biggest yeah. like, companies, and they can't... They're fucking lazy. Like, They'll probably do it next year. Even the free CTV did it, man, with the, their free app has it all divided. Um, yeah. From 2000... Final Destination. The original? The with original. Tony Todd? The, with Tony Todd. Awesome. I think I, he's in all of them, isn't he? I think he stopped the after three? the first or two. I don't know. Yeah. I like this. Let's I actually I really enjoyed this one, too. Because it's it's crazy how many uh, 90s stars were in this movie. Let's go. Adam's going to tear it apart. Yeah. Let him do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, just go through the stars of this, because it has like one dude okay. from Dawson. It's, it's got Devin Sawa, yep. who is the heartthrob. Who, yeah. who, who, if you think about it, this guy being a heartthrob, JTDTT being a heartthrob, and Ryder Strong. Yeah. Girls in the 90s just got their no taste, taste, got yeah. fucked yeah. from these these yeah. boys. Allie Larder's in this. Uh, Kerr, Kerr Smith, who's nobody. Uh, Sean William Scott, Scott yeah. Uh, yeah. is in this. Amanda Detmer, who was in a bunch of stuff. Tony mm. Todd. A bunch of people. The dad was in like a... I think he's a Canadian actor. He was a bunch of uh, mm. shit over the time. You recognize all these people. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and the story's like... This one guy, he has this vision. It's a that great he's, idea. He's gonna he blow up in a, off the plane. Yeah, blow up in a plane. He has a freak out because because yeah. he thinks he's gonna die in the plane. That he leaves. A few other people leave, and then the plane blows up. But then death is out to get them. Um. So I really like this. Oh yeah, oh, wow. I'm surprised. Yeah, I wow. I uh, so I've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, but many years ago, and and I didn't like this, but in my head, it's the next movie. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. the second one is more in my brain when I think about these because it's probably the last thing I saw. I think you should. I think they're um, kind of like even part five is fun. I think part four sucks. I like the. I like yeah, the well, I think yeah, part three is kind of terrible too. I like part three. It has a uh, roller coaster. Yeah, it has the uh, the girl that I love. The what's the actress from Scott Pilgrim and oh, Gr- uh, Mary in, Elizabeth. White yeah, Sim- yeah, she's she's the, in the lead, third. She's, one? she's the lead of the third one. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like I haven't seen the third one. I've seen the first two. I'd totally kind of forgot they all mushed together mm-hmm. i i remember not liking it it's great 
It's yeah. it's really good. Yeah. The beats are good. Even the, uh, what's that, the Rupert Goldstein machines where yeah, kind of the, like this happens and this happens, so this for this. Happens. Well, I love yeah. even the idea of like the order of why these people are getting picked off, like how they figure yeah. that out. And I don't know. All the so actors fun. like interaction. I I, I dig mm-hmm. all the the kills are great, which sounds like something mm-hmm. you doofuses would yeah. say. <laughs> um, and and. Uh, uh, yeah, I I had fun. It's it's it looks great. It's well directed. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm giving this eight pumpkins. Nice eight so pumpkins are, for wow. Final Destination. Are we going to see the new movie in theaters whenever the fuck that comes? Well, out? I gotta Let's watch. I gotta watch. Uh, uh, we we've been talking. If I can, you gotta watch the five. Maybe we should do a month. Well, if you don't get them this month, we could do a. I would be totally down with. I did a few last uh, Shocktober. Yeah, because there's a new That's one. Why there's I, a new I, one I coming out that it would be fun to do. Like. You know, all five leading up to it or something. I don't know. But yeah, if you watch them this week. We'll see. Like, yeah. I don't know where they're, I can get yeah. access to all I have five. Some, I'd have to check which ones I own. Yeah. Any, mm. Anyways, like, it's kind like, even Devin Sawa, who's usually just a fucking <laughs> dope, dope, and, 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 and just sucks charisma away from the screen, <laughs> he plays. He's kind of fun in Idle Hands, too. He's, see, he's that's, him. maybe I got to watch that again because well, I thought yeah. that was a pretty fucking yeah, terrible movie yeah. but i haven't seen that in 20 yeah maybe years. all these 2000 films you're gonna slowly warm up to no because we <laughs> tried this before and i usually no, you only what you only watched wrong turn i watched right yeah i watched right but i i think i saw something the year before that it was i thought was garbage as well <laughs> was it i uh, know you did last summer <laughs> or, no, like, uh, uh, what's like that? the Sand, Shaun of the Dead. They're all two thousand yeah. films. I yeah, two thousand. Shaun of the Dead doesn't look or feel no. like any of these movies, though, right? I will say, that, like the sequels, what they lose is like the story of the. F- yeah. Jesus Christ! The story of the first film is what makes it. It's such a unique, and then the second thing, it's people are going to think sequels, we're throwing uh, things at you because you just duck away and go, Jesus Christ! Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to avoid his burps. I'm trying not to. The listeners don't want to hear that. But yeah, the, the, the sequels are just the same thing over and over again, but with more and more elaborate deaths. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be your thing as much as the first film works because it's such like this unique story. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Because the yeah. elaborate deaths here work because of how well composed. They were for mm-hmm. me. I, like I'm, the third film has a guy from uh, from Ginger Snaps. Right. And, yeah. yeah, like yeah. like I rem- I now know it was the second movie that I really hated. The first movie yeah. I think it was, it was just like in in my. Yeah. One, I actually I hate part four, and, and I think part four was like where that's the first three. Yeah, it's terrible, and it was yeah. like bad three D. But part five, without saying too much, it ha- it puts an interesting spin on this yeah. whole thing. Like you think you know what's going on, and it adds this extra like. Oh, this yeah. kind of extra layer to it, which I, I don't know. I enjoyed part five. Ali Larder, who I yeah. usually despise, is yeah. good in this movie. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. if you go down the list, you you were like, oh, it's sad. All these people from the nineties, all these people in the nineties that I usually don't give a fuck about, and they're oh, they're all good in this movie. Anyways, that's what the biggest. It is the biggest surprise well, that, of the yeah, week that for might me. Be the, the well, shock. well, well, Maddie, what do you got? I watched a steaming pile of crap from two thousand sixteen. <laughs> Called Straight Edge Kegger. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who sees this film and says, "Oh, gotta have that"? No, uh, a buddy of mine is like, "Oh, you like Green Room? You was it Danny? No, 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 no. It was. He's got. Uh, is he yeah. straight edge? No, no, no. He's just a friend of ours. He said, "Oh, it's kind of cool. Like uh, all these like." Straight edge punks are trying to divide the scene, so this one guy—I don't know why I explained this to you. He said he's it's a friend of ours. Who's ours? Me and Danny. Okay. 
I know him from the brewery. Like, uh, like we're, we're, we're in this room. <laughs> Just being shame like, him, Matt. He throws his name no, out. No, 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 no. It's so fucking bad. Like, the acting's terrible. The effects are terrible. Does he listen to podcasts? Is he tearing up right now listening to <laughs> no, this? No, 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 no. He's got no. better things to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he's listening. He's going back in the order. He's only at episode twenty-five right yeah, now. Yeah, so he's got a few more years to like get like a punch in the face for some reason. Yeah, I'm giving it two pumpkins out of ten. Like it Ooh. was not two pumpkins. Are you gonna talk? Do you have any? Okay, yeah, let's forget about. Let's I could about talk it. about no, this if, if you, if you no, want. Like, it seems like you have no interest. I have no interest. Let's yeah, go. fair enough. Yeah, we're never gonna watch. <laughs> this we can shit on. I can shit on this for the, the next t- half hour. The title says it all. Yeah. It's a green room with straight edge people, <laughs> and it's bad. No, no. Okay. Uh, these uh, straight edge cats are like militant in this, and they're like they don't like the idea that these people are drinking at this kegger. So, so they they're the they're they the, not- the Nazis. Nazis. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, right. So they're killing people because people are drinking. Yes. It seems like okay. Can someone crack a beer right now? <laughs> it seems like it might be like like a stupid idea, but yeah. what, do you, what do you think of that, Kyle? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing there's no militant straight edge guys around here. Uh, fuck. I pretty much am a straight edge when I'm not with yeah, you guys. Honestly. You guys are like the devil on my shoulder. So you like would be the guy who, who was militant, like a straight edge. No, dude, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't give a fuck if people drink. I'm just. I can't handle my alcohol. That's all. Which I'm sure the listeners can hear as the episode goes on. <laughs> Um, okay, I watched uh, from 1982, Wacko. <laughs> I've actually wanted to check that. It's like a comedy. Like yeah, a, so this is yeah. a horror parody. Yeah, most of these usually don't work. Yeah, this far, one Saturday the 14th yeah. is terrible. So this, this, one, this and, so and this is like coming right after. I think it's right after. Uh, I guess Friday the 13th was 1981. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So or 80. Was it 80 or one? I don't know. We're, we're gonna. But either, yeah. either way, this is early yeah. into that. Like, so they're they they um parody Psycho, Halloween, Carrie, Exorcist, Omen. But it's kind of limited. You know, you're not getting a lot of those yeah. '80s films to parody. It's '80. '80. Okay. Wow. So I don't even know. It's one of my favorite films. Uh, Boom! <laughs> <laughs> it opens up with this killer. He's wearing a pumpkin on his head, murdering teens at a Halloween prom with a lawnmower. Um, and then we cut to 13 years later, and he has returned. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay yeah. is in this. He, I, I enjoyed him in this. He's kind of playing the John Travolta of Carrie kind of character. Um, he's just got that look of him. But uh, there's this running gag where every time he gets excited, he gets this like fucking cum erupting boner or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> is, is, is that your own tagline? No, like that, that's the thing. Like it, She's like, oh, I can't control it. There's a scene where he's at the dinner table with <laughs> with his girlfriend. Uh, he's taking her to the dance and the parents. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, he gets all excited and the table fucking blows over <laughs> with this huge boner. <laughs> George Kennedy is in there from the Naked Gun fame. Um, he's just... <laughs> You've lost it. <laughs> You're not going to be able to get it back. He's his father. That's <laughs> Did this happen to me like last yeah, week of the week so, before? Yeah. What, what, what is happening? We're having way too much fun. This is a serious show. Yeah, yeah. We're here to talk about wacko. <laughs> He's his father that's constantly peeping on his daughters. Like, it's so fucking <laughs> random, but hilarious. Like, And then they're like... Dad, what are you doing? And he's just like, just mowing the lawn. Like, this is an ongoing joke that goes throughout the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, well, if it was, oh, it was bound to be one movie, it was going to be wacko. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Uh, yeah, th- there's parodies of Exorcist that's not very well done. Uh, the one girl has a brother whose name is Damien, and there's this, like, ongoing thing that he's the son of Satan. Um, this sounds like, uh, like what's that, scary movie, but, like, done in the 80s. Well, most of these air- 80s parodies, I've watched a lot of them. A lot of them don't work, and this film is no different. Yeah. Some of the gags, they're actually... This one had some gags that actually did work, which most of them have like zero gags at work. But there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work. Um, yeah, there's a story that you don't care about. Uh, anyways, five and a half pumpkins out of ten. Up until like two minutes ago, I'm like I have to see this movie. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Again, there's some there's some moments that really do work. Yeah. And if you watch like the Vinegar Syndrome, who releases puts out this teaser and it shows all the best scenes, and you're like, holy fuck, I need to see this movie. This is gonna yeah. be hilarious. Those are the best scenes. Most of it doesn't work. There's a great moment where she's like, oh, someone called you, dear. And she's like, oh, what did they say? And she's like, you're going to die. Like, she's like reenacting the thing, the mother. And I thought that, like, there's some funny gags. It's like Airplane, but like a spooky movie. It's like most parody films from the 80s, horror parody films, where like 20% of the gags work, 80% of them don't. So like the ones that work really work. Right. The other 80% don't. Anyways, what else did you guys watch on the 10th? So... I don't know if you guys saw this uh, from 2020 Come Play. No. 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 So this is the, the I can't remember who directed this, I, I, uh, but it's it's got Jillian Jacobs. And it, yeah, it was Jacob Chase was the director who I, I didn't know before this. Uh, and it's basically about this like monster that comes from a nap uh jillian jacobs has a son who is on the spectrum and is nonverbal, and but can talk through his devices so can talk through his iphone i I remember this i haven't seen it but yeah and uh the ipad this larry character this monster starts talking to him and says i can be your like basically like it's a it's a telling a story i'll be your friend it has some spielberg-esque kind of qualities to it. it it does set up like some creepy events with the the kids you know when when there's a sleepover and the kids are forced to be in the room and there's all these bullies picking on this kid mm-hmm. but now they kind of have to kind of like Get come together because they've seen this thing this thing is they real know, and no one believes them but no one could see it's it's from kind of another dimension but if you get to the end of the story it's gonna appear i like this more than i this is another one that kind of shocked me. I had almost yeah. no interest in this. Yeah, I'm surprised because I think this is one that kind of everyone hated. Yeah, everyone hated this movie, didn't like it. I, I kind of know why it, it does eventually bring out the fucking sledgehammer and go, oh, these are the issues we're trying to talk about and hits you over the head with them. Um, you know, Jillian Jacobs has a line that I don't think anybody could have made good, uh, good in the movie, that, that climactic scene. Do you remember what the line was? Yeah. Why don't you just act normal? To, to the kid, uh-huh. like where the kid—that's a fair question. No, I'm yeah, that's, well, where where the they just are looking for more conflict to bring well, him close to the monster. Did, didn't they do that exact same thing in Babadook? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So she's like screaming at the kid in the back seat. But yeah, I think she screaming. says that exact line, doesn't yeah. she? But here's the thing in Babadook: yeah. she's never supportive yeah. of the kid, right? Like yeah. she's part of the talk. This is Babadook light. Well, Babadook, uh, yeah, it's you find out that like she's the problem, like the yeah. kid. Is a little shit, but she's the problem. Yeah. So they try to play both, where she's loving, but uh, she's also the problem. Which, hey, a complex character could be all of these things. Yeah. Not, Not so quite much. a complex character, even though Jillian Jacobs is quite yeah, good talented. in this uh, and, and and talented actress. 
I'm going to give this 6.5 pumpkins. I, I do feel like it starts to fall apart, but there are some like really great moments through throughout. And I, I couldn't like halfway through, I'm going, why are people shitting on this? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I like I could see uh, who knows with your love, uh, Kyle, of of you know modern horror and my uh, love, my love of community. Yeah, <laughs> I might check it out. I I, I recommend both of you guys checking yeah. it out. Um, Is it Crave Crave number? I think yeah, it's on Crave right now. Um, yeah, there's there's something about it that I thought was interesting. Like hmm. I Tammy, uh, I think you liked it even a little bit more than I did. Oh. Um, yeah, I think eventually, like, it does become Baba Duke Light, and I started kind of going off. Oh, fuck. But, like, there are, like, those poltergeisty moments. Over, yeah. Cool. Is, is that it for the 10th, or do you have more? I watched uh, uh, Treehouse of Horror 4. I didn't write down what happened in it, but uh, no, it's the one with the uh, Homer eats a donut for his soul. And oh, that's uh, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy this one and too. And then the time oh, machine yeah. is that the time and no, it, what else was it? It was the uh, school bus with the uh, oh the carrot like a thing. And oh, that's was, a great yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I was going to give it an eight pumpkin. It's it's crazy like how good those first like oh yeah like, four, I'm on four or five I'm like, this or is six fucking amazing. Episodes yeah. were like every one was was a high. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, I ended my night with Graham. <laughs> Uh, I like how neither of you have seen <laughs> one episode of this, but already. Um, we don't even need to anymore. You've kind of yeah. given us the gist of it. I get it. It's in Portland. There's a monster of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I recommend Grimm. It's yeah. like, if it, it's a good show. I'll add it to my. Care. I Honestly, I, I do want to watch it. It's yeah. added to like my thousand shows that I need to watch. But um, This is, again, like, I don't know if there's something I need to really go into it's it's basically this kind of like russian healer dude that's like saving all these people but maybe his backstory is not quite oh, as, he's a mad as clean it's it i can't remember the actor but he's always plays these fucking slimy like russians, russians he's guy. a guy from armageddon <laughs> um, guy. mark ivaner who was in i'm trying to see what else he was in but he, he's totally this dude uh it's showing the good shepherd or I, none of these movies show him what what it, I'm looking them yeah. up. None of them are he's as creepy. Uh, he was in the new Barry, which was there. Anyways, mm. I'm gonna give it seven. Oh, wait, is this the guy the alopecia like the bald guy? No, no, oh, he's amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, Red Menace uh, seven uh, from Germ season three episode nine seven. Cool. I heard Germ. Germ. Let's uh, <laughs> move on to the eleventh then. Are we on the 11th yeah, already? Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, Jeez. right? Um, that was a Monday, Thanksgiving? This is the Monday. Uh, so in between going... It, it's also my nephew's birthday. So we had a big party in the backyard. Um, Turkey burgers. If and you like watch more than like three films, you don't like your nephew. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, there's a lot of hours in the day. <laughs> hey, guys, I didn't watch more than three films, but I still don't like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched from 1960, Roger Corman's The Little Shop of Horrors, which... Oh, I've never oh. seen the original. It's cr- They shot this in like two days. That's what I heard. Get out of here. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, one, it, it helps like... The story of The Little Shop of Horrors mm-hmm. is, is solid. But he's got his like... You know, Dick Miller's in there is like a guy that comes into the shop and he just he orders flowers so he can eat them. 
Huh. Uh, and there's all this kind of like great one-liner humor that they mm-hmm. use with Audrey and Seymour going back and forth. The acting's pretty great all around, even though none of these guys did that much much afterwards. Um, but it, it's the same story as as uh, Little Shop of Horrors. This is the Little Shop of Horrors. Well, not to be confused, and not to be, and there's no singing in this one. It isn't at the oh. level of that other movie. You don't get these great puppets in there and shit. There's none of like the the actual pup. Like it's kind of yeah. It looks like a yeah. yeah. It's okay. Like uh, it's all really cheap. Yeah. Uh, but there's a charm. Like same with Bucket of Blood, which I watched a couple years ago. There, there's something about these early Corman movies that I, I think there was just an excitement around making them, and yeah. you can feel it on the on the screen. So I'm going to give this one, I think, a seven seven oh, awesome. out of ten. Cool. Uh, was it a criteria? It's not Criterion. It's probably watched on Canopy, right? Uh, ooh, where did I watch? Yeah, Canopy. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you jump in with one more? Okay, so then I saw something I liked even more after I came back from the the, the party. Uh, I watched The Shout. Have you guys seen this? No. Sounds like a fucking cleaning product. (laughs) The Shout? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So this is from 1978. It's from uh, Jerry Skolomowski, who is a Polish director, but it's a British film. And it's basically like a horror movie that's based around a game of cricket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that's terrible. Like, like, where do you find the? Like, I've never fucking heard. I've never heard one person mention movie, this movie ever. More like a horror movie. Am I it's right? A, I think it's a pretty well known movie. It's got uh, like Alan Bates, Susan York, John Hurt, uh, oh, Tim wow. Curry. Like the actual. Like everyone yeah. in this is like a fucking amazing actor. Um, and it's basically a story. So they're this cricket game. The cricket game then is at a mental mental in- institution. Okay. So half the people playing work there. Half them are, you know, in the institution yeah. now. Clients. And this one, the like the one doctor's introducing this other guy that's there to observe. He's like, oh, you're gonna meet this one guy. He's like brilliant. You know, he's he's incredible. He's been to all these places, but he's also mad yeah um so they sit and they're scoring the game and cricket makes no fucking sense whatsoever i like i don't i i like i love sports i used to watch cricket as a kid and i knew the rules when i was seven i don't i couldn't tell you the rules now what a strange little bastard you were (laughs) (laughs) i remember like uh we had a family friend who who, she's from (laughs) england it's all like this came out of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) hey that was well deserved so this movie i'm looking it up like it it has no release at all in North America. Like it has some British Blu-ray and a British DVD, but nothing for North America. I Interesting. Think it, I don't even think it got a North American DVD. Criterion release. number? It, it was no. on Criterion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe um, they're going to release it. Uh, yeah, I wonder. It's it's worthy mm. of a release. So basically, it then tells flashbacks of what happened because there's very John how Hurt's down there, there. How they got there, and Alan Bates. I don't know if you guys know Alan Bates, but he's in also. Uh, He's, he's in a couple other movies that are my favorite. He's got a small role in uh, Gosford Park and the, the King of Hearts, which has always been like right up there. Just a movie it's I, Sellers, I, I right? love. No, King of Hearts is Alan Bates is the lead, and it's oh. another kind of like uh, mental mental in, institution that rolls into this town during the war, and they they take over the town because no one's there. Awesome. Uh, it, it's 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 a great movie. So. 
he's a frightening guy in this though. Like he's this big character and he's been traveling to all these places no one's been and he had a, a, an indigenous wife and a, and, a, and a family and then he's always like, I didn't want to be a father so I he killed all his kids as they were born and that's where he's sitting at the dinner table with these people and he tells them, I have this shout that if I do it, I'll kill you with my shout. Shout it, shout oh. it, shout it out loud. <laughs> so John Hurt uh, doesn't believe him, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't think this is real. Also, John Hurt is an experimental musician. So he's making all these crazy sounds, like close miking, like bees buzzing, all the shit that I would love to do in this studio. Yeah. And it, it, like the sound is amazing in the whole thing. But then he goes up and, and, and the shout happens and it's fucking... throws it all into madness his wife changes her tune with this guy now she's obsessed with him why is she obsessed with him he and i don't want to give anything else away this movie like really fucking good there's something special about it it's really like kind of grimy but also kind of light in a way like i can't even i've almost seen nothing uh, around it the the director's formal ability to do sound and location and acting and like uh, putting it all together is incredible i'm gonna give this one eight pumpkins out of ten oh, wow it was close to 8.5 i i it sounds crazy like it's I've never strange I've never seen a movie never like seen this. a movie like this i think no. i'm too drunk because i have no fucking clue what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you're too busy seeing kiss lyrics over here <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm lost. That's uh, okay, okay, buddy. It's basically like a movie about this guy that forces like you're, you're himself. You're talking about cricket, and then you're talking about the yeah. shell, and then then bees, and yeah, uh, yeah, I'm lost. All right, let's go back to a little shop <laughs> of horrors. Like a, it's a good movie minus the singing. I watched from <laughs> 1973, The Wicker Man. Yeah, I like this movie a lot, but I found the musical interludes. You made still found no them? Sense. Oh, they uh, bugged me. Like, not, like, did you not listen to the lyrics? Oh yeah, I got the, the lyrics. The lyrics are pretty much. It, it was cool. Like, it's all about fucking and like if that one scene <laughs> <laughs> where that girl is trying to seduce him through the walls oh. and he's kind of losing his mind. It goes on for like five minutes. Yeah, but it's fun because it's like, hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's man. Brit, what's like, her name? Britt Brit Brit Yeah, yeah, she, just, yeah, she is cute. Does anything like the Bond girl dancing? Yeah, I thought that that kind of like okay. I get now, it. Now, which cut did you watch of this? That's, I don't know. It was on a Prime, actually. Yeah, which it might be the most questionable cut. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a possibility. Prime again, has the worst. Yeah. Like, you're always, like, risking seeing mm. shit on, on Yeah, Prime. it was a possibility. But even, but, like, that scene with the kids doing the uh, crossover with the uh, dancing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that scene. cool, but again, still went on for too <laughs> the, long. The dancing like, scene, I'll give you. Like, yeah. I, I wish it was kind of maybe half the length. Yeah. Because uh, the mystery sorry, itself. Sorry, which dancing scene? Well, the kids with the uh, uh, poles with their that's dancing. No, no, uh, no. No, that's quick. No, the, where she's between the walls. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that goes on forever. Even, like, the kids, like, okay. Because you're, you're, con- you're constantly, like, is this guy going to... Open the door. And yeah, get- yeah. So this made both of our our top hundred. Right? Yeah, yeah. I get it. Like the mystery was so cool. I really like that actor too. He plays such a intense dude. That's kind of a pusshole. Yeah, like. he sucks. Yeah, but you kind of like him in a way. And yeah. I don't know why you like him, but I want to party. It's so Pagan insane. Fest. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And was it Christopher Lee is so fucking good in this. It's potentially his yeah. best role. Yeah. He is like. Playing against character a hundred percent of the time. Lord, what is it, Lord Summer? Yeah, or something? he is so good. And again, I like the mystery, like the uh, end of it, like it's kind of cool. Like 
I don't give anything away, but that ending yeah, is yeah, fucking great. dope. So I'm giving it 7.5 pumpkins. Well, what about like, the I, scene I, in the bar where all, they're all talking about fucking the, yeah, the bartender's yeah, daughter? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun, too. Like but again, I, I, I just like musicals yeah. as well, but I thought all, all the songs in this were kind of like fun and maybe they did laugh. need to go on that long. But I really dug the uh, masks and the guy who was dressed up as a horse and like that cool parade that they went yeah. through. There's a lot of striking visuals. The but scene again, with the swords where they got to put their heads through as a test. How intense yeah. was that scene? Yeah. Like, And even when they actually do the joke where a prank goes wrong in this, I'm like, it's cool. I, it's funny, like... Uh, if if you'd asked me two years ago, like, yeah. oh, what do you think about musicals? I would have been like, I don't like musicals. Yeah, I think I kind of like musicals. Like, yeah, I, I keep getting I e- e- I exemptions to the rules. Are this, you excited to revisit Newsies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not that excited. To yeah, because I even figured Newsies. I thought I would dig Hamilton. Like, all right, maybe there's some cool hip songs. Like, I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't. Get I haven't into seen Hamilton. This, I, I like, kinda, I'm kind of worried about Hamilton. Yeah, but, uh, like. There's just been a bunch of stuff. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. The Umbrellas of Sherberg, which is a top yeah, 20 for movies you. for me. Like, it's, you know, uh, th- there's just been a bunch of this stuff that I go, oh, yeah, I like this. Like, I always like West Side Story. Like, yeah. But would they be better without the mu- the musical? I feel Wicker Man would be. Like, Wicker Man without the music would probably be like 8.5 for me. Like, like that really... Umbrellas of Sherberg, they sing every line in the movie. Yeah. So it would be much mm-hmm. worse. If if they didn't have it, welcome to Sherbrooke. It's raining. Yeah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> like it, that's the that's the whole appeal of it is yeah. is they're doing this this kind of like almost experimental song speak. But like West Side Story is worse without the music. Yeah. Like well, that's why you're watching West Side Story, yeah. right? Like you don't care about the Jets or Sharks. <laughs> like they're they're but it's. I think and Little Shop of Horrors is, is better with the music. Than, yeah. Than like I just watch both of them, and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's dynamic. That's what I've realized. Like a lot of times when it's it's the music is supposed to do the work, that's the wrong thing. Yeah. It's the camera is supposed to do the work to enhance the music. It's the same reason why like we're flipping out about scores from these like 60s and yeah. 70s Italian movies. It's how it yeah. interacts with the camera. Yeah, that, that, that does make sense because even when it's going to like that funky jazz beat, that camera's zooming in and out of shit. Like, yeah. Uh... Anyways. Did you watch anything else in the 11th? Kyle? I watched uh, from 1959, Curse of the Undead. Curse. Uh, this is a Kino movie I picked up like on the clearance um, section of uh, the one rack, of, one of the sites, uh, <laughs> Canadian sites. Um, it opens up uh, this this girl is dying of this mysterious disease, and you find out that this is something that's kind of been going around. Um, and uh, and then the other story is this family is having these issues with this neighbor who is. Um, not really the horror side of it, but who has been damming their stream and breaking their fence, allowing the the cattle to escape. Um, so there's this kind of tension between these these two neighbors. Um, the father has had enough. The, well, the son has kind of had enough, and he went to confront them, but he was like held down and beat down. So the father says, okay, this is enough. I'll, I'll go to the sheriff and, and deal with this. So he goes to the sheriff, tells him about this, these events, uh, but when he arrives back home, he is dead. Uh, so the son thinks that this um, this uh, neighbor, uh, what's his name, B- uh, Buffett or something, has, is responsible. Um, anyways, this, this hot-headed son goes to confront the, uh, the shady neighbor, and uh, stuff goes down. There's also this black-clad stranger who showed up in town, um, and he's he's never he's never lost a gunfight, but everyone that's went against him is 
you know, that survived. It's like, I, I shot him, like, oh, point why blank. Why didn't he like, die? Why didn't he die? Um, so, yeah, there it's pretty much uh, undead in the West, which was kind of fun. Kind of Some vampires in there. Um, th- this preacher uh, has to confront uh, the, the vampire, and he has kind of cool um, bullets with crosses in it. Of I'm, course. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I, there's not. There's not too much. It's kind of the simple little film. I actually enjoyed kind of all the dialogue, and it's it's very like a simple kind of western. Like there's nothing. The characters, mm. the dialogue is nothing fancy. But Did you ever read American Vampire? No. It was like Snyder's comic book. That's yeah, the, I, I've uh, heard of it. It's yeah. supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's kind of the simple like B movie. But I I don't know. I kind of really dug, and I almost enjoyed like before all the horror, like the 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 tension between the neighbors. Uh, more, but when the when the the horror starts, it, it's good as well. Um, it's all th- enough there to hold your interest. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I actually I'm gonna give this one seven pumpkins out of ten. There is enough there that uh, it got you. So I I don't know why because you guys are probably watching me like yeah this is shit. But boring the vampires <laughs> in the West. I don't know. Yeah. I, I had fun with all the characters and the the confrontations. Blue, I want to ride your horse. Blue. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, so I watched next the French Prince of Bel Air season four. Did you say French Prince of Bel Air. French Prince of uh, of Bel Air. Of Chocolair. Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air season four. Hex in the single guy. Uh, this is basically where is that the with the psychic? The psychic, and it's the guy from Beetlejuice. Yeah, right? What's the guy from Beetlejuice yeah. who's, who's awesome. Oh, that's right. And it's, yeah. and it's basically like Trevor. Uh, what what's the daughter's name that uh, Karen Parsons uh, Hillary Hillary her fiance he dies in that bungee yeah. accident <laughs> Hillary will you, you marry, marry me Bla- <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I have always loved um, and she's now like wanting to talk to him from the dead or whatever I remember this kind of being a fun mm-hmm. episode. yeah this is a fun episode fun. it's not that Halloween but it's yeah they end up Dressing up like Carlton's Macaulay Culkin and <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, it, it's a fun episode. Yeah. Like there's some there's some uh, kind of like good interaction between all the characters and, and repetition. Mm. This felt like the Fresh Prince to me as well. Yeah, like hey, the Fresh Prince is the Fresh Prince. It's not the greatest show in the world, but it's it's you know something. You that I it was with. a moment <laughs> of its time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm going to give this one seven pumpkins. Nice. Still high. Eh? Uh, and then right after that, we jumped right in. And this is an interesting... To I Am Legend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> to Battle Royale yeah. from 2000. Have, have you guys oh, seen dude, this? This movie's amazing. It's Hunger no. Games, but like a... Like a slasher movie. Chinese? Yeah, uh, yeah. Japanese. Japanese? Um, I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, we should say Asian if you don't know. Yeah. So you don't offend. I thought it was Chinese. It's, it's Jap- Japanese. Japanese. Um, so here's the thing. So I was looking around. Is this horror? I definitely think it's horror, yeah. actually. Uh, the thing, though, we started watching. We're watching on Canopy because Canopy usually has the best transfers. Yeah. It, like, it, almost, I'm, this, almost never have I come across something on Canopy yeah, that's Canopy's not. Canopy's pretty not, dope. It's dubbed, and there's no other version. I can't oh, get subtitles no. on there, and it's driving me fucking crazy. I got the blues for both of them if you want. So, and and, and yours has the subtitles on. Yeah, yep. Uh, so halfway through, I'm about to give up. I'm actually like, I'm not gonna finish. Yeah, this. it would be hard. It's it's driving me crazy. I feel like I'm not getting it. 
like it's fine like uh, it's it's mm-hmm. a pretty good dub and that's how it was released here for years yeah. I, I, like I'm reading about I, this I online think even, like the DVD was DVD was dubbed yeah. um, so I'm thinking well maybe there's just not like a version and then so I'm going through all the fucking th- <laughs> things online yeah. and I it found it on Crave oh nice uh, and it was the other one and the second so we're halfway through the movie put that on it's like watching a different fucking yeah. movie it honestly was like I was watching something that was like, ah, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, I'm not really into this, whatever. I, I'm, maybe this one isn't for me. To like, fuck, do this I need so to, good. Do I need to go rewatch this whole goddamn yeah. thing? <clears throat> I have it, it's it's mm-hmm. it's the Hunger Games, but set up more like a slasher film. Yeah, and you feel bad for these characters too, don't you? Like it's oh uh, yeah, it's, they're put in a, yeah. this situation. I'm gonna give it seven. Yeah. I could easily see it jumping. I, mm-hmm. Like, I would have been giving it a five. Like, that's where I was yeah, at. It yeah, seems yeah, so yeah. goofy. It's your first time? First time. Oh, wow. Don't watch the second one. <laughs> second one might ruin it, actually, right. for you. I, I think I'll go back to this one yeah. in a couple years um, with the right... It Again, a prom, uh, like a, a good way to promote yeah. physical media. Yeah. Let me know, because I can get that yeah. for you. So, I watched uh, from Australia, from uh, 1982, The Next of Kin. It seemed like it'd be such a cool idea. This uh, girl inherits this uh, old mansion that they turn into a um, retirement home from her mom who passed away. And I find all these um, premises lead up to absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, have you seen this, buddy? Next again? Yeah, I have it on. I think I talked about it on. Uh, oh, did you? Cover. I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, it seems like they're like the setup so cool. Like, oh, they gave it to your mom. Your aunt died when she was young. She was a bit crazy but like it sets up these old timey things where she had this like red ball and she remembers her being a in a kid in the bath but it just leads up to nothing it just kind of fizzles but there's some a cool atmosphere in middle so i'm giving it a 6.5 but yeah, yeah I, don't I think know. that's how i felt i, I know I some people the, really the, like the this story but. just really didn't work but the, i wasn't bored right but you know. I, you got anything else Kyle? i got one more okay uh, from 1992, Innocent Blood. This is directed by John Landis. Uh, kind of an all-star cast. So you got uh, French star Anne Palliard from La Femme Nikita, mm-hmm. um, who spends much of the movie nude. Ooh. You have Anthony LaPaglia, La Robert Loggia, uh, Chaz Palmateri, uh, a bunch of like kind of actors you've seen a bunch of stuff. Uh, Pre Sopranos, you have uh, two of the guys from there. Uh, Louise Guzman is in there. Angela nice. Bissett, Don Rickles. Oh, wow. um, and then oh, cameos by Dario Argento, Frank Oz, Tom Savini, and Sam Raimi. That's crazy. So yeah. this is him just getting all his buddies. Yeah. So Pollyard is this vampire with a moral code. I don't think I've even heard of this. Yeah, it was it post. Uh, I guess nineteen ninety two. So Twilight Zone would be ninety one. Yeah, this is or Twilight Zone like eighties. Yeah. So this is after I think trading. Sp- yeah, I think this might have been like the beginning of the down. Yeah. Like I think this was a, a box office bomb. Um. So Palliard is a vampire with a moral code. She restricts her blood sucking to criminals. Um. And she decides she's going to go after the big mob boss Savi Savitar. Marcelli, which is uh, Robert Loggia's character. Um, while she's uh, killing him, she's interrupted, um, and it, so she hasn't finished off the process. So even though he's uh, labeled dead, he mm-hmm. wakes. He's resurrected in the morgue, 
and decides he's going to build this kind of mob. Oh, that's kind of cool. Vampire mob? Yeah, vampire mob. Uh, Anthony LaPaglia is the uh, cop who was undercover with the mob um, and is now part of witness protection because they want to they want to get him when they found out that he's actually a cop. Um, yeah, the vampire attacks were very cool, like very animalistic, ferocious. Like mm-hmm. the vampire has this weird kind of like eyes that change color based on their emotions, which I thought was kind of neat. Like when they attack, it's red and it was very cool. Um, yeah, everything. I, I don't know. It was just I, I was kind of disappointed, like with all that cast and John Lannis, who I'm a big fan of. Yeah. It's like it, it takes itself too seriously. It doesn't have enough fun with the, this kind of silly yeah, concept I feel of it's a such vampire a silly mob. Concept. But yeah, and it's not scary enough either, though. That like it's it's going to yeah. be serious. And and Loge, who's kind of you know they he looks scary and stuff, but they never fully like you never feel like he's much of a threat for the the female vampire from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like you never feel like yeah she's got a lot to overcome here. So. I don't know. And then there's like a relationship between the female vampire and the and uh, Paglia as a cop. And it's like, I don't care about that. Um, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of 10. It was okay. Um, but I, I, I got to admit, what I was a happened to that guy's career is like crazy. Yeah. Like he basically he makes all those like the, just a run of mm-hmm. great movies. Yep. And you get Coming to America, then you get Oscar. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's probably the beginning coming, of the end. No, Coming to America was after Twilight Zone, because I know he got yeah, a Yeah, Coming to America was a huge hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you got Beverly Hills Cop 3, Stupids, Oof. Blues Brothers 2000. So he's going back to the well. Yep. Susan's Plan, Slasher. What the fuck is yeah. that? I think that's a documentary Diamond. that's supposed to be actually decent. Dear yeah. Woman. Oh, that that's was a Masters Master of, of Horror. Horror. That one's actually okay. decent, yeah. too. But yeah. And then Family... Is he did I Saw the Dead. Oh, that was, George that was, Went? No, uh, that was also Master of Horror. Oh, that's a Master of Horror. Yeah, so he's just two, two, two yeah. Masters of Horror. And, and then I Saw the Dead, right? Uh, Buchan Hair is the yeah. last one. Oh, but yeah, sorry, yeah. Or Birkin Hair. Birkin Hair. Um, I think but like they're all based on the same Like, thing, basically, yeah. in you you have, like... Oscar o- was the beginning of the end. Yeah. The last 30 years, almost nothing. So where did Innocent Blood fit in there? Right after Oscar. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Which makes, yeah, makes sense. Uh, some people seem to really like this film. Like, it, it kind of has this cult following, but... Uh, didn't do it for you? No, it didn't, didn't work for me. There, there, again, there's some interesting ideas. I like kind of the interesting myth, like, take on the mythology of the vampire, but uh, if you want, if you're a fan of that actress and you want to see her nude a lot, I mean... I'm in. This film <laughs> delivers, so... Yeah. Is that it for the 11th? You guys I watched... Uh, what do you think? Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, more Fresh Prince. No, uh, Grim. Uh, Eyes Fresh of the, Grim of Bel Air. Eyes of the Beholder, which is uh, from season three, episode ten. Uh, another kind of like fairly solid episode, but not mm. something that sticks out too much. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Awesome. I cool. always am enjoying these episodes. Like, yeah. there's, you know, I haven't given anything lower than seven yet. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that means something's coming up. Yeah, but it's really good. Be He's getting dim on the grim. Are we on the twelves now? Then or yeah, yeah. All right, Adam, give give, give her hell, buddy. No, yeah, talk about grim some more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I watched. Um, uh, started the. I, I watched the Doctor X, and then I wa- wanted to watch the Return of Doctor X uh, because it's the only Humphrey Bogart movie that's a horror movie. Huh. Uh, it has nothing to do with Doctor actual X. Doctor X, like it's just like, oh well, that was a hit for us, so we'll use the same title and we'll, <laughs> is it a romantic comedy? Like we'll put it. In, it's it's a horror movie, and but 
Bogart's introduction. So I get the 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 story is uh, there's a doctor. He's a blood specialist, and this uh, that that this other doctor's working with. They're working side by side, and the, he thinks he's going to be coming up with all these amazing things. At the same time, there's this reporter. He's investigating this famous actress. They're going to interview, and he finds her dead. That. Uh, the police come. She's not there. Then she shows up alive. The police, like everybody's up. mad. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Plot. The whole thing. The best thing in the whole movie is Bogart's introduction. Is he's got this white strip in his hair and he walks out in this weird kind of fucking walk with a rabbit that he's stroking <laughs> in this fucking house lab. It's in like a brownstone in Brooklyn, but it's a lab. Of course. On the first floor. Like, just so weird. It has none of the atmosphere of the first movie. Uh, Supposedly, I I read after, I should have read before, but like, he was super embarrassed about this. This is just before he becomes like somebody that's doing something interesting and, and, and is. This paid his rent for a couple of months. Yeah, like in the 30s, he he didn't have a great uh, run. Uh, I'm going to, there's still some like kind of cool stuff. shit with what's what the doctor's trying to pull with basically trans uh you know what 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 is the word i'm looking for uh transfusion uh, like I doing see, stuff I with see. transfusion of, of of blood uh i'm gonna give it 4.5 pumpkins that good wow. eh? yeah that good cool why don't you do one more you guys don't want to hear about my bubble cuppies Halloween? No. Adam, <laughs> one more. Uh, so I, uh, we watched a show, Wellington Paranormal. Have you heard of this? This is from uh, the What We Do in Shadows crew. Uh, yeah. This is their television show in New Zealand. It's got very dry humor, and it's basically like the, these cops that are just normal cops, yeah. but the one sergeant wants to be doing paranormal stuff. So he's got this like secret room where he's got the keypad. Oh, that's kind of fun. The keypad is five. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like it's uh, so fucking New Zealand deadpan. And there's this demon girl that's going around and it opens up and she's just spewing stuff everywhere. But they're like, oh, she's, you know, she's probably been just drinking a little bit too much. We got to do whatever. And then she throws the one cop around yeah. around everything's nonchalant nothing like gets too phased just like in the actual movie itself right yeah just like in in yeah. what we do in shadows you know what you're getting into mm-hmm. i i feel like there's a little set piece that it's setting up i think we're gonna keep watching this one we both really yeah. really like the 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 opening have you watched the series what we do in the shadows yet or no no i haven't seen that one uh. it's it's a tough one to find because it's on F- yeah, fx, it's FX uh, in canada um i've heard it's great mm-hmm. i've heard it's amazing mm-hmm. so uh, I'm going to give this one seven pumpkins. A oh, really nice. start, solid starting episode. Cool. Oh. Maddie, Bubble Guppies? Bubble Guppies. Yeah, I watched Bubble Guppies Halloween. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear about this. So, uh, no. I thought that was a nice little uh, throw <laughs> in there. Uh, I guess I'll jump in here. Uh, I watched There's Nothing Out There from 1991, another Vinegar Syndrome release. Um, so you get this kind Isn't of pointless. Aliens? Kind of, yeah. It's like these alien frog creatures with tentacles. Huh. Um, you get this pointless introduction where this girl's in this video store and she's getting chased by a slasher villain. It has nothing really to do with the film because it's like a dream sequence. Of course. But you do get a cool, they get the, they show the, the grizzly oh, poster. Dana Carvey comes in and goes, pretty much, yeah. But no, you do get a cool glimpse of the grizzly poster and they have like a roar behind it. But 
that she wakes up and then she's in a car and crashes her car and the alien creature. It almost seems like they they needed to fill time and they filmed this yeah. after the fact. Um, the main story though is this group of couples and their one lone horror fan friend um, is heading to a cabin for the weekend. And like I mentioned, this alien frog creature is going to kill off the men and try to mate with the females. Uh, the horror fan is almost like he's obsessed with horror. Um, that's all he talks about, annoyingly what, what, so. What's with that his, like? I was just going to say. This <laughs> what's is, that like to have a friend like is, that? Yeah, this is probably like how everyone feels with me. Um, but yeah, like there, it's like this meta approach to horror. Like everything, every like throughout the movie, every five minutes he's relating what's happening to some horror film. Mm. And some of it's kind of fun and witty. It almost feels like it's like a Seinfeld fucking comedy yeah. act thing. But then, and then same so, with that bass. It's always got yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but then some of it, yeah, he's so fucking annoying. Like he's a dick. And it's almost humorous how much of a dick he is. Like he'll they'll be getting attacked and he'll be like, Oh yeah, you should have thought of that. And he'll like he'll tell pretty much talk about how smart he is because he knows from horror films to these people that are like fighting for their lives. <laughs> So it's just it's this weird thing where you hate this character, but like the writing and the dialogue, it gets kind of fun. And I don't know, um, it kind of overstays its welcome. But I I mostly enjoyed it, and I thought the dickish horror fan was just kind of entertaining. I'm gonna give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Oh, wow! I, I think uh, I don't know about Adam, but I think you might get a kick out of this. <laughs> I don't know about Adam. <laughs> It's just, yeah, I don't know. I thought, like, he's constantly relating, like, but in a dickish way, like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was a smart move to go outside there when you hear uh, something in the bushes. But, like, wittier than that, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, th- I thought it was kind of fun. Awesome. Another vinegar syndrome that, you know, there, there's some good stuff that yeah. on the Black Friday sale might be worth picking up. One more that I'm going to cover later on. But So we were so all supposed to watch this. I don't know if we do. Probably not. No. <laughs> I don't remember anything. What was it? All right. (laughs) So from 2021, Josh Rubin's Werewolf Within. Oh, I planned to. It didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I watched a different werewolf movie. I was like, I was like diving, (laughs) like making sure all these happen. When did this come into play? Did we talk about this last week? This was on a a chat. Uh, We have a secret chat I'll watch it this week. Uh, I was going to watch and I watched a TV film instead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I really like this. Yeah. Quite a bit. It it it's basically like you. It's a a whodunit. Like it's nowhere near as good as Knives Out, but it, it's like the, a similar sort of thing. Yeah, where you're in this town, they get kind of snowed in. A bunch of shit starts happening. People start dying. Everyone starts second guessing each other about who's doing this, and it's a werewolf, and it has the AT and T girl in it. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Carrot Top? Uh, she, I don't know. She's, yeah. Anyway. Is that the lead? She's great uh, in this. She's, I think, she hasn't done too much acting, but she's ridiculously attractive. Like, she be, she was known because she's she did the AT&T commercials, and she's ridiculously attractive. All right, then. Anyways. I don't know any AT&T. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it does like, have... Dial down the center? It does have center. one of my favorite guys uh sam richardson who uh, like kills it on veep detroiters uh like anything that he's in Mm -hmm. he's he's incredible he steals scenes all the time uh and he's the lead he's this kind of park ranger that has been sent away and now he's in this town and his girlfriend you know 
uh, doesn't want to speak to him anymore, kind of, but he he does want to. He, yeah. he seems like a pushover. Finding out, you know, more about him. Uh, like, I like how Kyle is now showing <laughs> yeah, us who yeah, this actress is. I think this is the the other lead yeah. actress. She's yeah. the postal worker. She was gonna, kind of I, I think up. she was going to be Squirrel Girl in some fucking Marvel oh, cool. TV show or some bullshit. I don't know. How is Squirrel Girl a fucking... Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Topic of this podcast? <laughs> uh, I like where it's going. It's it's humorous. There's some good like effects, good good rapport. The acting is, a is all a great. It's a TV show? It's a, it's a movie. So okay. uh, it, it's on Netflix now. It, it, it had a small release. Um, it, it's good. been getting a lot of good press. It's, it's really... Okay. Josh Rubin, who did Scare Me. Okay. Uh, and he acted in that... Thankfully, he doesn't act in this. Does he still have a bit better? Because the atmosphere in that movie was cool. It just kind of felt yeah. real flat for This me. is way better. Nice. This is like all the stuff I liked about that. and was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of, it's all here. Like uh, Aya Cash, who was the lead in that she's one. She's amazing. She's amazing. Now yeah. you've got everybody that's kind of amazing. Oh, okay. Good, um, good, good. So I'm, I'm kind of like thinking, okay, maybe this guy's figured out like he wasn't terrible, but you shouldn't be the leading man. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it 7.5. It wow. would be probably the best horror movie I've seen of the year. Worth not that, checking out. Not that it's saying yeah. too much so far, but... I'll, I'm going to try to watch it this week. Fuck you guys. He, I fit all these things in for you. VHS 19... I, I would watched ne- 84. I, I forgot about this one. I would never watch that. I don't remember being part of this conversation, me. actually. Was I part of this conversation? Who knows? Yeah. We're, we're talking about <laughs> all the sales and yeah. stuff. That's happening. You, you're what working else? away. What did you watch, Matty? A Hotel Transylvania from a oh, fuck you. 2012. <laughs> I actually kind of dug this. Why? Like, it was a, it's a fun movie with all the uh, monsters, like doing all these fun things. Like, uh, have you seen this or no? Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, I, I dug it. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was like fun. It was kind of like had some cool monster. Jokes. I like all the monsters, but it, it's a mm-hmm. bad movie. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't. I, I never thought it. I didn't think it was necessarily no, bad. It I, was entertaining. Like I didn't it, think it was necessarily good. I'm giving it six point five pumpkins. Like I, I probably would have been like, between five and a half to six. But yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Like I thought Adam Sandler did a great job. I thought Andy Sandberg Sandberg's, did a great yeah. job. All David Spade did a good job. When's the last time anyone could say that? <laughs> so maybe when he's on the Norm Show and yeah. he doesn't realize, like, <laughs> oh, that was the show. Yeah. Okay, I watched from uh, 19... 19- Doesn't he even want to talk <laughs> no, about No, he it. is like, uh, he's stonewalling me over uh, here. I watched from 1971, The Devil's Nightmare. Um, Which everybody's heard of. <laughs> no, I, I've been going through... Uh, <laughs> what Adam Sandler character is in this? <laughs> I've been going through these... Uh, Mondo Macabro, who has this, like... They release a couple films a year. They're kind of these blend of, like, artistic, but exploitation flicks. But, yeah, like... I don't know. All their films seem to have this big cult following behind them. Uh, this is an Italian film. Uh, opens up with this childbirth. Uh, the woman dies during the birth. The husband, who's this German Nazi uh, sergeant or something, puts a gun to the child, shoots it, and that's the opening of the film. Oh, wow. Um, we cut to many years later, and a group of tourists uh, come upon this strange man who who tells them, "You're not going to make your uh, you're not going to make it to the boat." But um, there's no and there's no hotel around here. But there's this castle. You're not gonna make it to ferry boat. But there's this castle around here, and he usually will let uh, visitors in. Um, so they end up there. They re- uh, get to this castle, and the butler 
is uh, greets him and and says, oh, I already knew about your arrival. Someone phoned and told me you guys were coming, and he's already got a room set up for each of them. And kind of this cool moment where he's showing them each of the room, but he goes through, like, us, this mark on the floor here. This is where this person, like, he goes through this terrible history. Of the hotel? Of the, yeah, that happened in castle? each room, which I thought was kind of cool. And then later on, this uh, redheaded uh, guest shows up, uh, and I don't want to spoil too much. Actually, I was watching a movie this week where another redheaded guest showed up. I forget what it was called. I think it was Hotel Transylvania. Was that? <laughs> so, do you remember this uh, oh, plot God. line or not? Anyways, <laughs> there's uh, deals with the devil in here, succubus, unique and bloody deaths that are based on the various victims' sins. Uh, finale in there. I I really dug this one. It's kind of pretty dope. Again, actually. it's kind of that nice mix of Italian exploitation and artistic. Yeah. Uh, horror, which is what this company seems to del- deliver on. I'm going to give it seven and a half uh, pumpkins. Oh, wow, out of 10. yeah, it sounds awesome, actually. Yeah. Great cover too. It has like the cover is like this woman holding this decapitated head. Um, <laughs> it's not like German guy killing the baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what else did you guys watch on the twelfth? So I watched um, the hole in the ground. Have you guys seen this from no. 2019? Joe Dante, no. right? No, that's just the whole. Oh, okay. This is Lee Cronin. Uh, this is just from a couple years ago, and it's basically like this mom brings her her boy. It, it seems like Scandinavia, but it, I, I believe it's supposed to be Scotland, yeah. or, or Ireland, or something like that. And and they're out in the middle of nowhere, and they're they they've clearly left um, an abusive husband or something, and they're. They're they they they're by the woods, and then they see this giant sinkhole, and it's it's like huh. at, at, like when they're running out there when they get in a fight, and something's off putting about how it how it's put together. Everything about it is a little bit off, yeah, uh, unsettling. And then they meet like a woman on the the road who's just like saying like random stuff, and she's clearly something's wrong with her, and she starts saying the. That's not your son. That's not your son. And you find out find out that the same He's a changeling? That something's happened. Maybe he's an imposter. Maybe there's something. Or maybe it's the mom. Like she's mm-hmm. losing it. Um and and like a bunch of uh you know the last few years with the A twenty four horror and stuff, maybe yeah. the subtext is a little bit thick. Yeah. But man, there's a few good it scares works. in this. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it r- really works. Um, I'm kind of surprised. I almost feel like, um, I don't know. Sometimes it, it, I think it plays too far into genre where I can see some people that want more of the arty, even though it's giving you a lot of that. Maybe the squeamishness of, or something yeah. like, it doesn't doesn't hit with them I thought it was it was quite good I'm gonna give this one 7.5 pumpkins oh uh, awesome If it would have made my top 5 probably of that year oh, in the horror awesome. well, horror movies we should check it out Criterion no it's on Netflix right now oh sweet also on Canopy but yeah, yeah that's a film that kind of the people that saw it liked it but not many people saw it mm-hmm. have some, you seen it or now? no no yeah. Yeah, I, I was wanting to see it when we it was impossible to yeah. watch yeah. for our best of that year. And then it just showed up a couple months ago, and I was like, oh, I'll put this on and Hopping watch on. it in October. Uh, cool. I watched from uh, 1972 another Mondo Macabro uh, release, The Blood Spattered Bride. Uh, this is a Spanish film based on the novel Camilla. 
which is pretty much this lesbian vampire. Uh, so, yeah, we open up a newlywed has come uh, to realize that her husband is sexually obsessed and usually in a violent manner. It's it's not rape, but maybe it is. I don't yeah. know. It's very sleazy and rapey. But, and that's kind of the first time of the film. And I'm like, this is kind of like a lot of these Spanish <laughs> yeah. films that are just there to tantalize Exploit. people. But then it does this kind of flip. And you, yeah, it, it, this female vampire enters the show. I guess he finds her buried underneath the sand on the beach. Huh. He sees like this snorkel kind of thing sticking <laughs> up and he like finds this woman buried under the beach naked wearing the snorkel to help her breathe. And she says, ah, oh, yeah, I'd like to go snor- snorkeling. I, the water must have blew me onto the beach, whatever. But from that point on, it kind of becomes this like switch in like this woman's repressed desires and like are kind of awakened with this this lesbian mm, vampire affair, but then it gets like crazy. It, the finale is like this bloody mayhem of violence, and like there's this there's this painting, I guess, in the basement, I guess, on the walls of the the husband's uh, castle or building. There's all the the various men that have reigned over the years, but all the women are buried in the basement, and she's like. What the fuck? Like, what, what's this all yeah. about? Where's all the Where's all the women? And you find out yeah. that they're all in the basement, and that's where she finds like the um, one of the previous uh, wives from like a hundred years ago. And I guess she um, murdered her husband because he was violent uh, against her. Um, but yeah, it's just this weird film where you think it's a sleazy film, but then you find out no, this is kind of turning us on its head, yeah. and, the, and the female is now like kind of in the in control of this relationship, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a, this artistic kind of slow burn film that has a that has a great payoff, though. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I felt about it. I, I didn't love it. I know a lot of people do like it. it maybe it's something that what might year be was this? Uh, 1972. Okay, it's something that maybe would be up your alley. I, I don't know. Um, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. I kind of feel like it. It takes a while to get to where it's going but maybe that middle stuff is stuff that other people that are yeah. not into grizzly bears killing people would enjoy um not enough lesbian vampires yeah no but i yeah yeah it was just because at first i'm like ah this is just gonna be one of those sleazy, Bring on the blood orgies. sleazy rapey films and i'm kind of glad that it kind of like turned that on its head and it's like no mm. this fucking this woman is in control of this relationship and then she's kind of, yeah, controlling where it goes. And yeah, it gets pretty dark and, and violent. But um, yeah, it, it was definitely interesting for sure. It's one of those ones maybe on second viewing when I know what I'm getting into, um, I'll enjoy awesome. more. Uh, uh, that's it for the 12th for me. I watched Grimm. Uh, this is a season three, episode 11, uh, The Good Soldier. I think this is actually my least favorite episode of the year. Oh, it, no. it kind of plays just a little bit too self-serious for the show yeah, bit too melodramatic uh so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it six pumpkins mm. uh which is quite a, a drop from mm. normal um you know still like yeah. there, there's stuff to like but not quite at the other level is that it for the 12th that is it for the 12th for me okay let's oh maddie's got Bubba Guppies, The Return? Oh, No, sorry. it's for the 13th, yeah. Wow. 13th. Okay, so we're moving on to the final day. We're going to yeah. talk about the 13th. Well, uh, uh, well it's like, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, I guess I did terrible this week. You guys start then. Well, I did uh, a, bunch, a bunch of TV shows. So we can talk. Uh, Bob's Burgers, Season 10, Episode 4, Pig Trouble and Little Tina. It's kind of fun because uh, 
Tina is um, gets invited to a haunted hayride, but in order to go, they're dissecting pigs in science class, and she starts making fun of this pig that she's dissecting because it's a bit ugly. But as the show goes on, this pig is haunting her, and she has to figure out how to stop this pig from haunting her, which is such an interesting idea to go along this haunted hayride. She had to like fit in with the cool kids to right. make fun of it. So. I thought it was fun. I'm going to give it a eight pumpkins out of ten. I had a blast with it. Wow. It's kind of gross because I guess Bob is having a thing with earwax in his ears, which is kind of disgusting, but it made me laugh a bit. So, yeah, I'm giving it. Uh, why, why don't you do one more since you did a bunch? I watched the new Treehouse of Terror. Treehouse of Terror 32. I'm, I get excited about it. It's Treehouse of Horror, but don't you... Oh yeah, actually, I wrote, down, I, I wrote down Treehouse of Horror as well. Actually, Jesus. Treehouse of Terror makes way more sense to me. But I don't you know. do say this yeah, a bunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's alliteration, baby. I'm a big fan of alliteration. <laughs> baby Bentley, <laughs> cute Chamberlain. <laughs> okay, go on. What happened? Uh, there is a uh, parasite um, parody which didn't didn't do so well. There was like a. <laughs> do you remember that like a tree apocalypse uh, short they did where the trees come yeah, to life yeah. and they they try to do something like that but with like trees but like. They go to drive in like Groot is in there, and yeah, it yeah. didn't really work that well. But they had this thing where Vincent Price was doing a poem to Maggie's bedside, which I thought was kind of fucking dope. Like, it also reminded me of the uh, Raven one that they did in the uh, original, which I thought was kind of cool. Hmm. And they ended it with a uh, a ring slash like a, a TikTok video. You watch this TikTok video, you die in seven days. And I thought that was actually well done. But that being said, the jokes didn't land. The horror didn't land. The fuck are they referencing the ring well. now? Like that was like uh, who, twenty who, years who ago. Who knows? Man. But again, they just did King, King Kong in like ninety one. Yeah. So well, what are you talking about? Yeah, Anyways, and yeah. and like the Twilight Zone episode. Like maybe that's what they should be referencing. Yeah, like go old. Anyways, the, the jokes didn't land. It was kind of like a bit neutered. Like uh, the horror didn't land either. So I'm going to give it like. Six pumpkins, like it wasn't Seems that pretty, good. Like it's got to be in the top half of the yeah. last. Oh yeah, years. yeah. This is definitely like a standout in the last. Like uh, the 10. best one was the one where he has to eat himself. Like, yeah, that was probably the best one in the past mm. ten years that I. You seen. might enjoy the uh, the ring TikTok number. Uh, probably not, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think you'll enjoy the Vincent Price number. Yeah, maybe too, that yeah. one. Yeah, but yeah, well, it wasn't that great. Uh, Adam, why don't you jump in? Uh, so I watched from 2005, The Corpse Bride. Oh, um, I haven't seen this. How is it? So I, I really enjoyed this when it came out. Mm. I, I, had, I, I saw it in the theaters. I remember seeing it. Remember really liking it. Um, this I didn't, is, I didn't love it. But this is a Tim Burton number, um, and, and and basically it's this you know these kind of. Uh, merchant family getting into an acoustic, aristocratic. Is that right? Aristocratic. Uh, aristocratic yeah. uh, family. Um, All right. Good night, everybody. I'm going to open another beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this may be the drunkest episode. Well, I've ever been, but yeah, maybe honestly, all, as like, a whole. I'm, I'm not that drunk. <laughs> no, I'm not that drunk either, actually. Okay, I'm fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, th- go, go I on. think you've passed drunk, and now you're in the surly stages of... I've had uh, my one beer, okay? Yeah. Just leave me alone here. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually way more hammered by mm. the end of these episodes. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, so they're supposed to marry. The families don't like each other, but it's done for money. And... And then basically, he Johnny Depp plays the one lead, and Emily Watson mm-hmm. the other. And they like each other, but Johnny Depp's character is a fucking 
Dope. Dope. And, and like in a good way, in a charming yeah. sort of way. But he's a nervous wreck. And uh, the family and, and Christopher Lee, who plays the priest, is like, get your shit together so you, this this will go over better. Mm-hmm. He goes in the forest. He's practicing. He puts his ring on what he l- thinks is a tree. And it's actually like this uh, corpse, corpse bride. And then he goes back into the uh, uh, the kind of underworld where everybody's dead. The The... The claymation is incredible in this, yeah. and all the visual gags are are so good. And that's the thing I noticed this time is the attention to detail everywhere is great. You get a lot of great side characters. The town crier who's always shouting like all these hilarious things. You get the Peter Lorre worm that lives inside the corpse bride's oh, cool. uh, head. Um, Tim Burton loves his Peter Lorre. Mm-hmm. I think who, he's who who would yeah. Uh, and it's it's like not even trying to. F- not be a Peter Lorre yeah. uh, impersonation. Um, and yeah, I, I really like it. it. It is a kid's movie again, and there's lots of songs, mm. which probably won't uh, appeal. I was about to say, like, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm into this. Like, oh, songs. Yeah. So uh, I like the songs in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. But yeah, I, I remember struggling with this one, but I, maybe I'll revisit it this I, year. I do feel like this is one. Um, like I, th- I remember out of this Frank and Weenie and Nightmare Before Christmas, this one was like far. So I got I got to watch yeah, Frank and Weenie. Weenie. Again. I really like Frank and Weenie, but yeah. again, no songs. Yeah. yeah. Um. And Peter Laurie's in that one too. Yeah. Or like a Peter. Sorry, Peter Laurie knockout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give this seven point five. I, I actually went down a little bit for me. It probably would have in theater. It was great. Like there was a lot of energy. I feel like that's almost like the ideal situation. Yeah. In a room with people, you, you everyone's that. feeling yeah. feeling that, and you can and you can play off of it. But uh, still great. Why why don't you cover one more? Why don't I cover one more? (laughs) Jesus, man. Well, I think, yeah, you did quite a bit today, right? No, I didn't do quite a bit. I I did VHS 1994. We already talked about it. I'm I'm going to give the last one. (laughs) Okay, well, it's fine. I I can jump in then. I thought you did five today. but um, That was me. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Maddie can play, too. <laughs> I just explained how drunk I am. <laughs> Don't you idiots get it? <laughs> okay, I watched from 1990, Beyond Darkness, a.k.a. Evil Dead 5. This obviously has nothing to do, no. do with Evil Dead 5, but as Italians did, they would just, like, yeah, add a... random s- numbers. Just make their films a sequel to a popular franchise that has nothing to do with it. Um, written and directed by Claudio Fergasso, who directed Monster Dog Night Killer and Troll 2, as we talked about earlier. And it stars, again, the son (laughs) of Troll 2, who went on to direct American Scream. Um, So it opens up with this witch getting electrocuted in the chair for killing several children. And then we cut to a family is moving into this new home um, that is filled with various supernatural entities. Um, There's a disgraced priest who's going to help them. Um, yeah, I don't know. This film, I didn't really have a clue what was going on. It's just a lot of weird shit. I was kind of tired, so I actually went back the next day and kind of rewatched it. It all. didn't change anything, did and it? And yeah, it didn't. Like, it was still just this mess of a film. Nothing to do with Evil Dead Five. It's more of like an Amityville poltergeist exorcist knockoff. Yeah. Um, there's some demon Ameth or Ameth in there. Um, there is some cool imagery. The score was very cool, which the Severin Blu ray comes with. The Evil Dead Five uh, slipcover, and it comes with the CD soundtrack, which is probably better <laughs> is than the film. The wish that was killing children to have like a chainsaw on her hand. And no, like that, I, I wish. No. Like, th- if you look at the poster, it's yeah. it's awesome. It's like I wouldn't watch yeah. this movie. 
it's it's not good though. It yeah. doesn't live up to that poster. Um, yeah, I just w- I wish the acting like I, from the director of Troll Two. I was hoping like bad acting, <laughs> bad yeah. bad dialogue, but you don't get that. Like it's it's not. They're they're too good. Yeah. No, it's it, it's, it's not just, good. It's not bad enough to be good. And it's not yeah, good enough it, to be bad. Exactly. It's that it's that film that like you don't want. You know, what I mean, you either want a really bad film or a good film. This is kind of just that film that just kind of exists. You were talking about Beyond the Door. Mm-hmm. I wish this was like a Beyond the Door or Kathy's Curse. Like, give me a bad film if you're going to do something yeah. like this. I'm going to give it five pumpkins out of ten. It's just kind Completely of it kind forgetful. of exists. Yeah, yeah it, you're going to forget about it in like two exactly. Days. Um, kind of yeah, disappointed with it. But um, mm. Maddie, uh, I went back to dinosaurs, man. Season four, episode one, uh, monster under the they bed. They didn't have many seasons. Of uh, this four guy. seasons, and okay. you know what's weird about this? They have two horror uh, related episodes in season four. We'll talk about them both. I did a monster under the bed. What happens is they're watching a bunch of uh, spooky movies one afternoon where like the giant. 50 foot squash is taking over the neighborhood which I thought was kind of fun and the kid is scared that there was a monster under his bed mm. but it actually turns out there is an actual like cave under his bed where a monster actually lives and this kind of stole his sister and they have to go back and get his sister and it turns out like you built your fucking home on my house what the fuck do you think is going to happen which I thought was a cool idea the second one is uh, the baby turns two so at this point, the terrible twos happen, so he becomes possessed, like Linda Blair. His head's spinning around doing like that, like a 180, a 360 on a pivot. And they actually have an exorcist come in to uh, help out with him turning two. So they're both kind of fun episodes with some cool elements. So I'm going to give the first one uh, seven pumpkins. I'm going to give the uh, terrible twos. The you're you're one. such a father. Like your last four episodes... Oh, Watches yeah, it's have been crazy. bubble cuppies, yeah. Hotel Transylvania, yeah. and dinosaurs. Yep, yep. I'm giving this one <laughs> 6.5. Terrible twos. <laughs> uh, so I finished off my week uh, with a grim episode, The Wild Hunt, which oh, grim, is, grim, is grim. maybe the best grim, grim, grim. episode uh of the week what is or the, of the season so it's the wild hunt it's basically this cop killer who goes around and and he's not just a cop killer but basically anybody of achievement and this guy goes around scalping them and at one point he's got a scalp jacket that like, sounds amazing of just jacket like of, of scalps it's awesome but it's it, it's actually like sorry it's a jacket made out of scalps Huh. That's cool. I gotta get me one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you've you've also got uh, guest stars D. Wallace and uh, Chris Mulkey nice. uh, as the parents of, of Monroe, who's probably my favorite character. Meeting, uh, you know, there's all. Anyways, I don't need to go into it, yeah. but like all of the stuff around actual what's happening in Grimm are really great and you realize they built up a mythology yes you got your monster of the week they know how to execute that but they're they're better at the serialized stuff now mm, as they're well starting to get a bit more of a backbone behind the stories i'm giving it an eight, eight awesome pumpkins, so awesome, awesome. Now, did you have any more i watched uh, from uh, 1981 a ghost story i recommended this for the uh, halloween movies I apologize. <laughs> you shouldn't check this out. It's weird. It takes place during Christmas. And like the story is so convoluted and like weird, man. Like it starts off with this one. Actually, it starts off real cool where this chatter society goes in there telling like ghost stories, which I remember being like a bunch of old men like sitting around drinking brandy right. and telling these cool stories. Like, ah, that's cool. But then like it starts with this dude uh, betting this zombie girl. 
and he falls out the window, and the That's worst. That's hot, don't you get some thing. old man? Oh yeah, in you there? get some like, wow. but he's falling out of a window in like the weirdest possible like madden way. Like I forget how it's called, but like it looks terrible, and he's naked while he's falling. Like it's just so yeah, gross. <laughs> Anyways, this did, did penis like scare you, Matty? Like no, 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 geez. no, no. I've seen plenty of. I've seen a barrel full of pickles in my day. <laughs> you seen one, you seen them all. Yeah, exactly. As far as I'm concerned, no. But even like the uh, the uh, <laughs> stories, it starts off like it's always told in flashbacks, and they just don't work for me. Have you seen this or no? no? But no. I think I think the uh, lesson uh, yeah. that we can learn from this is. Don't if trust you, Maddie's picks. D- yeah, yeah. Don't, don't listen to Movie City Maniacs. Our picks yeah. are going to be all like yeah, yeah. bad. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, hey, <laughs> I stand by mine. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> watch this one in the wintertime. Actually, don't even watch one in the wintertime. It wasn't that good. I was giving, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. Like, it's not bad. Since it's such a good rating. Yeah. yeah. I was actually thinking, like, oh, no, it's seven. Danny. Yeah, yeah. Danny is here. Maddie unzippers his skin and Danny is fucking underneath. No, I was giving you seven. For I, I for everyone at home, this is yeah. what Danny would yeah. do. This is a total Danny play yeah. where he's like shit this on the film the whole time. Talk yeah. about how bad and how he shouldn't have recommended it, and then give it a good score. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think why I gave it seven, but I have it written down somewhere. But <laughs> okay, anyways, so yeah. uh, I watched. Uh, <laughs> Are we ending this on this? <laughs> no, I got one. I got uh, one more. Right. I actually this might be one of my maybe my best film of the of the week so from 1989 grave robbers uh this is the third film i've already talked about uh in the last episode uh uh ruben i actually looked up how you pronounce his name galindo so i don't get it wrong smith <laughs> junior this is his third film i talked about don't panic and um cemetery of terror i believe was the other film last week cemetery of terror was awesome grave robber or dark don't panic, not so much. Gray Robbers, this one's great. Um, opens up uh, Medieval Times. We have a man uh, is attempting to rape and impregnate a woman, all in the name of Satan. Uh, but he's caught from the townspeople uh, people before he can complete the ritual and is murdered by them. By They stick an axe in his chest. But he swears um, if the axe is ever removed, he will seek vengeance on and impregnate the uh, descendants of the uh, the people Town. that did it. Um, we cut to present time. We had the sheriff's daughters heading out on a camping trip with her friends. And then there's also this group of grave robbers uh, that are searching for gold. Um, and kind of fun, like, I guess the, this grave robber is one of the, and one of the group is a psychic, and I guess she can kind of sense when, it doesn't really explain it ever, but she yeah. can sense there's gold here. She tells them to dig. They dig. There's no gold. They're pissed at her. But she says, no, like this, that's, it said. Yeah, there is gold. There's something there. So she goes, starts investigating, and the the ground caves in, and there's the secret entrance to the church from the opening of the film. They find all this gold in these crypts, and they're super excited, but they also find the- uh, the, Axe body. Yeah, the axe, and they remove the axe. Of course, this awakens the the villain, and we kind of, it's kind of like the slasher villain where this cloaked kind of zombie creature is going around and fucking chopping off. Heads and, and just killing people in various unique ways. Is he impregnating um, people as he goes along too? No, but the plan yeah. is he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get the the sheriff's daughter and try to uh. impregnate her. So they got to stop it. Um, but it also he has this. Not only is he killing people with axes, but it's kind of like it's kind of like taking all the best elements of other '80s slasher films. So he's like m- kind of morphing from the walls, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, there's one where he uh, literally comes out of 
one of the victim's stomachs, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's just again this this director, man, he has talent. It, it, they're kind of well shot again on this low budget, just very cool atmosphere, um, solid effects, solid kills. I, I'm recommending. I wish this guy did. Like I looked up because again, he's been two for three for me, and like yeah. like the two are Dope. two of my highlights of the month so far. The don't panic, not so much, other than the pajamas. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I looked up and like he did he did like maybe five other films, but like you can't find these anywhere. One is supposed to be like these crazy radioactive and what's this rats one or called? something. Uh, this one is called Grave Robbers, but again, it has some. If you look it up, it yeah. might have a, a, a foreign name from 1989. Both of these vinegar syndrome, I'm I'm recommending. Like, if you can get these on the Black Friday sale, I I, I highly recommend both. They're two of my favorite watches of the month. Uh, so I'm gonna give this one. I'm kind of between seven point five and eight, but I might go eight. Yeah, that good, ten. Eh? And I think I give the last one seven point five, but that might even been an eight because I think I might even enjoyed that last one even more when I when I think mm-hmm. think of it. So, but yeah, th- these two are uh, two of the better films I've seen. Uh, Awesome. This month, yeah, just he's, yeah, I don't know, man. These Spanish films just have this this great atmosphere that I'm uh, really digging. Um, I guess, what, uh, is that it for the? the I think that's week? it yeah. for us. So what what are the points? What are we at? Uh, I'm, I think Adam won this week. Uh, so, yeah, this week I got 22.25. Wow. Oh, Maddie? Oh, I, uh, I only did my complete total, but I should probably uh, not do that, eh? But we could do complete. What did you have? Yeah, sure. Uh, Twenty five point five is my complete total. I think you had thirteen before, so you did twelve point five this week. (laughs) I did eighteen points. So Adam, that's still like a. I thought yeah. Yeah, the way you've been playing this, I didn't. I you you took the lead though, (laughs) barely. Wait, how how many did you do? Twenty. Twenty two point two five. So four point five. You pretty much did in this week what I've almost done. Like I'm like five behind you for like the entire month. In so this I, week. I've got thirty nine point seven five. Oh, that's crazy. I don't know my total, but you're you're ahead because I only beat you last week by like a point and a half or something. Yeah, so that's insanity, <laughs> man. I gotta I gotta seek revenge next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. I yeah. apologize if I got kind of drunk and that's didn't okay. make sense the last couple like thirty minutes of the episode. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, hopefully you guys found some recommendations. Again, if you guys have recommendations, we'd love to hear them. You can get a hold of us uh, through our email. Just, uh, yeah, email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Movie City Maniacs. This is the group page or the like page. And we're Movie City Maniacs Instagram as well. Cool. Yeah, so I, again, I think another, like, again, interesting mix of films. We got mm-hmm. kind of, you know, some mainstream, but I think there's a lot of kind of fl- I mean flicks that I haven't heard of so yeah yeah like, like um, Hotel Transylvania yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stay scared everybody bye welcome to the place where all the creatures meet the last building to your left on the dead end street you find skeleton bones outside in the pavement and torture chambers down in the basement cobwebs hanging over your head music being played by the grateful dead and spinning on the turntables back to back there's no other than my main man Wolfman Jack the MC of the night rapper to the tunes what the creature from the black lagoon, there's a sign on the door that can't be missed. Welcome to episode 103 of the Moody City Maniacs. On, let's do that again. You called us the yeah. Moody City Maniacs. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs>